0: get these fucking rules like even if you're not even a big covid guy which is bananas at this point if you're not but even if you're not a big covid guy i mean these rules have got to turn you off like you're not what what
1: big covid guy there's still some there's still some
0: some people that are like don't really believe in covid or since since, no, no or maybe they do but they're like well i'm healthy it's not gonna affect me whatever right but
1: it's just it's just funny cuz you've labeled people point. that think of covid as covid guy so I'm a covid guy I'm a covid Maybe. guy <laughs> bro you don't want to go out in public telling people you're a covid guy <laughs> <laughs> it's not i mean yeah. lad it's that's important like that to one, have an opinion. That's and like that site that puts positive for people that have been tested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That's, that's different. I'm a, I'm a COVID guy. I can't it's go like because they're
0: that. like, oh, this guy got a new contract. Like, if that's good news, but then like go see like Nurkic, and it's like positive.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh shit. <laughs> what does that mean? It says, oh, tested positive I mean, for COVID. Well, you guys. See Rudy- On today's Footy Corner, Mason Greenwood is the latest youngster to do a madness in Manchester. Wolves conceded for the first time in 448 Premier League minutes and are defeated at the Molino by upstart Arsenal. Next season for City has begun, according to Sterling, with a shock defeat. William converts another pen. Jamie Barty is back, along with the usual predictions, comments, Nonsense Week, Fantasy Corner, and Gambling Corner, next. We are back on the footy corner. Arne, how's everything going? Uh, Everything is going swell. How about yourself? Not too bad. Happy uh, late July 4th to everyone, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Celebrated uh, in our own different ways. I think you had a good time yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. Shot some fireworks
1: and some interesting stuff. How about yourself? Uh, on the fourth, I actually just kind of stayed home and did like took care of stuff. I I mourned not having my first Fourth of July party, the annual one. Oh yeah. But uh, more so, just trying to take care of things since we had the birthday festivities uh, the night before with with Caitlin, and then uh, I had to prepare yesterday for her. Uh, her parents were back for the first time in like seven months, so we were just getting things from Australia. Yeah, from Australia, I should say. Uh, from because of this uh, COVID stuff, it took a while to get a flight back, and so we yeah. figured with that bookending it. I, I took the day to kind of take care of a few things and watched a little bit of soccer that day. I kind of enjoyed the matches. Had a relaxing day. Y'all, you all, you know, you need one of those every once in a while. What
0: mm-hmm. do you think? Yeah, I agree. Um, Fourth of July was, great, was still good. Mm-hmm. I think there was enough fireworks uh, going around um, certain cities that didn't allow it to yeah. kind of, you know, suffice. Right? Did I use that word correctly?
1: Yeah, I mean it was it was out of the main <laughs> cities. It was mostly in the suburbs, and some of those cities actually weren't aligned. lot. Well, people were just here. shooting. People just shot their own. Off, here so it didn't in matter. Chicago,
0: I mean, yeah, most in areas. the Chicago,
1: right? in most areas too, was the case. I think Los okay. Angeles had the same deal. But there was a really cool video on Twitter. I think you've probably seen it, right? Of people doing their own. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I think this year there's a lot of that going on, and in this area, a lot of people went to Indiana and shot off their own. So uh, happy happy birthday to the U.S. of A.
0: Yeah, for and. Um, not a big fan of the people that are like totally against celebrating the Fourth of July now. Yeah, like, dude, okay, you know what I mean? What's what? What do you mean? Tell the, 4th the people. Of July? What to me. Tell the people what you mean, bro. It's just nothing's wrong with the Fourth of July. It's like stop. But what? what you, do you know mean? what's next? St. What Patrick's Day canceled? Like what? <laughs> Easter? Because now religious is
1: you know because Jesus was you know I don't know. It's just bananas to me. Yeah, yeah. I think there are ways you can still. Um, celebrate. I mean, because if you're going to not celebrate July 4th, then don't take Memorial Day off. Oh, wow. That's a hot Don't take, take yeah. Labor Day off, right? Aren't those the same? I mean, it is what it is. I, I think, think people... Here's the thing, though. In today's society, people should... You're, to an extent, allowed to interpret whatever you want the yeah. way you want it. And uh, if people want to celebrate, they can celebrate. Like, it is what it is. You know, it's America's birthday. You can celebrate some of the freedoms that you've been given in this country while still recognizing and being against some of the other um, indecencies or whatever you might want to call it. I think my end point being within this thing is
0: I think holidays nowadays, right? It's like theme parties at this point. You're not actually like literal, like you're not really celebrating what the fuck happened that day. Let's be honest with ourselves here. Or at least maybe this is how I looked at it. Some people are. It's literally just a theme party. So it's an excuse to maybe get around your family, your friends and just have a good time. Like take a break from work, like you said. Every once in a while, you need to, you know, you know, relax. Relaxing day by the pool, mm-hmm. whether it's Fourth of July, shoot some fireworks, be an idiot, drink with your with your friends, or Christmas beer on family, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, That's just my take on it. At this point, it's just theme parties.
1: Yeah, in the end, it looks like everyone was in good spirits. Yeah. So, uh, shall we get to the? Also, the if you funny? have
0: a problem with, the, in my opinion, if you have a problem with the country, just.
1: Be part in fixing
0: it. Don't completely disown it.
1: Yeah. Right? Okay. It's like anything in life. That's true. That's true. Well, we'll speaking of which, the, uh, the independence was gotten from the British. Let's go to the Premier League for some action.
0: Shout out to the British.
1: <laughs> Shout out to the also, British. Also, happy Canada Day. We talked about that last episode. Oh, yeah, last Remember episode. Remember we shared Canada our Day. favorite thing about Canada. That's how quick our episodes are coming out, mate. I think we just released one three are days ago. July 1st or July yeah, 2nd? 1st. And I think we it's released second. one on the 2nd. Huh? I think it's July 2nd. No, it's, it's the 1st. Are I sure? guarantee you it's okay, the first. Okay. I'm 100 percent sure because they share the same day as Caitlin's birthday. And she's oh. not too fond of that. Oh, okay, I don't, you know, because she had a bad experience with a Canadian roommate. Shout out Jeff Paris. Not that he wasn't the roommate, but he's Canadian. So yeah, shout out. Okay, uh, <laughs> you know what's funny? I got a email today, and mm-hmm. the subject was shout out. It's from really, a, it's from a fellow worker. Yeah, I don't know what, what shout-out can also mean. but it We've kind of veered away contest. from the shout-outs
0: in this show, but we yeah. move on.
1: <laughs> so let's move on. Let's go to the uh, opening match I want to show. There are a couple of options. We went with uh, Manchester United 5, Bournemouth 2 um, for United, Greenwood scoring a brace, Rashford converting a penalty, Martial and Bruno, the other goal scorers.
0: Marcial.
1: Bournemouth got on the score sheet early with St- Junior Stanislas and got a penalty from Joshua King, but obviously not enough. Manchester United scoring five goals at Old Trafford for the first time since December of 2011. Who do you think they last scored five goals against in December of 2011? We mentioned them last week. Norway. But they're not in the Premier League. Oh. Fulham? No.
0: Um, Sunderland. Mm
1: -mm. Administration. Wigan. Yeah, 5-0 win over Wigan. Uh, RIP Wigan. Also with United, they missed four of their first pens. We brought up their penalty troubles. They've now made their past... Six. Well, because of Bruno, right? Did he make the pens? He did not make this pen. Actually, That's Bruno right. had a conversation with Rashford, um, and he ended up taking it. Obviously, United's on a roll, but I think the big story in this one was a, another breakout performance here uh, by another youngster, Mason Greenwood. Yeah, had a, had a, one of the strikes I thought was brilliant. Um, what are your thoughts on the kid?
0: The like liking it?
1: No, no, I mean, I mean, <laughs> no. Because people fawn over. These players that are young, that can bring promise. So Phil Foden was talked about last week a bit. He I'm all the week. for it.
0: I think I'm all for it, but there's a time and place for them. Um, I think, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, for example, like a Liverpool team, I love seeing the young guys come up, but I don't always
1: want them Specifically about Mason Greenwood. Oh,
0: Mason Greenwood. Yeah, yeah he's nuts. Uh, his shot, he's got a shot on him for like a 17, 18, I don't know, how old is he? 20. <laughs> I, I think don't know. he's eighteen. He's a young guy, but he's got a fucking shot on him. Yeah. So um yeah, he's good. Can he crack their lineup
1: regularly or is, there, or is yeah too I think low they're or? a lot I think they're a lot better with him what than do you without. Think? I, yeah. From what I've seen, like for me it was always kind of on and off. I need to see, like I said with Foden, and, and it was the kiss of death, because he played a really good game after I said it, I need to see a little more from Greenwood. Um, he did it against Bournemouth, who's one of the bottom teams. And I saw a stat somewhere, by the way, he's 18, that he has scored a majority of his goals against quote-unquote farmers and electricians is yeah. what uh, a tweeter had said before. That's true. Uh, you know, but I'm looking at the goals scored. I think the scored. best team he scored on is maybe Sheffield, perhaps. Um, and, and they're good, just not saying too much. Um, that said, I think he's got promise. I mean, an 18-year-old kid can only go up. I don't think he scored against Sheffield. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, it was a decent team he had
0: scored against. His goals uh, were against, ready? Bournemouth, Brighton, L.A.S.K., um, Watford, yeah. and Tranmere Rovers. Yeah, so I mean... And there's, Norwich. There's
1: F- Norwich. There's a few more down there. What else? Everton. Oh, Everton. Okay, that's the best. And AZ Alkmaar. Okay. So, you know, like, <laughs> I, I think he needs to score. So that said, though, I that's mean... That's tough, though, man. It is good. But it's like what, he started every game. Right, yeah. and that's the thing. So... You know, good. He's 18. There's a long way to go. I think there's good promise in there. Um, you know, I'd seen a tweet the other day. England, is it fair for England to get excited on this uh, quartet yes, of youngsters? Phil so. Foden, age 20. Jaden Sancho, age 20. Bakayo Saka, 18. Mason Greenwood, 18. All English. Um, is it fair for the English to get excited about this? this is a, Now we're talking about young players in general. You guys, I know you have some Liverpool guys in mind, too. I'm just um, wondering why Trent's not there. He's 21. Well, I, I mean, I think that, you know, they already consider him cap. a mainstay. Like, yeah, I think you have to – and I feel like you already have to have played. And that's shocking if James Sancho's not considered a mainstay. He's listed – oh, well, he hasn't – has he played much for England? Like, Trent has played, hasn't he? Like he's, Yeah, in Europe. Yeah, so I don't know if these other guys have. But they're just saying, I guess, these guys – because he had his year last year where he came up and had his thing. People are now mentioning, you know, yeah. these guys. Um so it'll be interesting. Do you to think see. in six years down the line there'll be like a World Cup challenger? If these six people years. pan out, yeah. If these people, along with the current young crop they have now, of course. Five years, right? That's the that's not that's the World Cup after next. Uh, no, the next one, the next one's in twenty twenty two. So it's six years. Uh, six. It's bananas, bro. Euros are next year. Okay. Can they do something in Euros? No. Too soon? Yeah. I think there's a bit of a gap. We'll see with that. I think
0: uh, a rival thing, country with young guys is Netherlands. I yeah. Think, I think they got a bunch of studs, so it's going to to compete with them.
1: It'll be, yeah, I guess it'll be interesting you know, Spain's times. always
0: got those randoms that come up, so yeah. shout out to Andrew. I mean, it, okay, yeah,
1: I'm just naming the usual. All right, let's go. <laughs> uh, well, last thing I wanted to mention about this game, Martial and Rashford have both hit 20 goals in all competitions. Rashford's the first English Man U player to do it since... Yeah, boy. Who? Man U player? English Man U player. Rooney? Yep, Rooney in 11-12, reached with 34 goals. So, Marcel and Rashford really adding to the scoring. This team, I think, is on the upward trajectory. We've talked about it a a ton, but I just wanted to talk about Greenwood.
0: Do you think Greenwood's an every-game starter, in your opinion?
1: I think currently for them, I would play him. I would play him until the well goes dry. The um, milk's gone stale. The milk's gone stale. I think they could sell Jesse Lingard now. Your boy officially, because that dude doesn't do Whoa, shit. Well, I totally forgot he played for them. He
0: stinks. I'm not tired, by the way, Jeff Paris. I'm just that was just uh, the post McDonald's on.
1: <laughs> so, but but yeah, I mean, I would play him. I'd play him and Rashford on the on the sides. Play Martial up front and Bruno in the ten position. Pogba behind him. I don't. I mean, who else? I know uh, you know that I'm missing out on what Daniel James or whatever Dan James, but I, I think if Greenwood's going you roll with the hot hand then if he has a game or two that he's off, James comes in as a sub reproves himself. I think it's good to have that competition. yeah how about yourself? would you stick yeah. with him for the next few games? Yeah,
0: right? I would don't um, don't fix what's not broke.
1: Yeah they so. also have an easy fixture list so he can gain some confidence. I mean I'm pretty sure their last three four games are against him and, and apparently clubs. he
0: scores against electricians so there you go, go. on mate have so, a day.
1: yeah so that's, uh, that's good for him. Uh, let's move to a team that United has gotten a little breathing room from, right? United has now gone up in the table um, in points. Where are they at now? What, 55 points? Now they have a three-point gap because Wolves lost at home uh, 0-2 to Arsenal. Um, that's the first, as I said in the intro, first goal. The goals the Wolves have given up in Premier League competition in 448 minutes since they gave up a goal. To your boy Serge REA in March. Um, and... This is also Arsenal's first away win in the Premier League against a side that's above them in the table since September of 2015. It's been five. It's been about five years almost since yeah. Arsenal's beaten a team above them in the table, and that was against Leicester. Uh, what were your thoughts out of this? Were you, first of all, did this result surprise you.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I anticipated a draw. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just surprised at how much wolves have fallen uh, lately.
1: What do you mean they're was, falling? They're not, what do you mean they're falling? Mate, that was their first loss in like since the tournament the events. They won all three in a row. They they drew Olympiacos in March, mate. March they won they won ago, these bro. past three games since the restart. They barely
0: beat. They, they're They're squeaking past teams one 0 and it's not. We were just,
1: just form. <laughs> we were just talking about
0: how they were on the rise. I know. I'm not. I'm, it's it's gone downhill. <laughs> <laughs> just because they lost one game. Yeah. Mate, we were just talking good things about. Well, them last when you're week. in their position, you have to you can't you just can't drop points like that.
1: Yeah, I understand. I mean, but it was the first time they've given up even a goal in 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 three months. So, you know, that was that's something. Obviously because of the <laughs> pandemic. Uh, anyway, I agree. It was surprising because again, in all our predictions, you actually had a tie. I had a Arsenal losing. Um yeah, I was I was pretty shocked watching this match. Uh, I thought it was nice to see. The goals were from uh, Saka and Lacazette. I didn't say that. It was 2-0 uh, win for Arsenal. And I thought they played organized. I think this was more so an Arsenal win than a Wolves loss. Aside from the fact that your boy Machamp should have scored one, I think. Shout out Machamp. What uh, a fucking take. 67th minute or something like that. Adamantre had a one-on-one with Martinez. Speaking of which, shout out Emi Martinez. I think he's been a really good goalie um, since Leno got injured. And uh, and Arteta's done well with Mustafi and uh, and... David Luiz, which it's very difficult to do if you've seen them. So pretty good result, I think, for the Gunners. Um, and did you watch this match or anything you have to say about um, it before we move on? I don't think. Yeah, no. Okay. So uh, they're in an upward trajectory. Four wins on in a row for Arsenal. Let's go to the what I thought was one of the shock results, more shocking results. Southampton won Manchester City nothing. Che Adams, his first Premier League goal a of the name, season. Che. You, I mean, you said some. You said he might, you know. You said some good things about him early in the year, and I was like, "Who is this lad?" And he's now made his mark in in this game. Pep has lost three straightaway games for the first time in his career, and it's the first time City's done it since 2015 under your boy, the dead man Manuel Pellegrini. Um, City had 26 shots and no goals. Um, what do you make of this match? Uh, you know, first of all, by the sheer amount of chances City had and couldn't convert. Um, is there anything to come of that or, or what are your thoughts? They hadn't done that since twenty sixteen against United, where they had twenty-six attempts. Oh at no well, fuck them. <laughs> I, I agree only because they ruined my parlay, mate. They ruined your they ruined your gambling corner parlay. Yeah. And they ruined my real life parlay, which you well, know Well, you know, all their players had a lot to say after they had
0: lost the title and beaten Liverpool. It's just don't just don't run your mouth
1: unnecessarily. We just is that an alert? This is a big alert that's come in. Breaking news. D, uh, FC Dallas has withdrawn from MLS's back tournament. They they're out. They're they're no longer what? in the tournament. Mate, uh, they won't compete after numerous positive COVID nineteen tests in Texas. Which we'll talk. We'll bring this. Let's talk about this. We we will bring this up later. But just breaking news: FC Dallas is not in MLS. Okay, let's go back to the city real quick. You were saying a lot of their players were talking. Continue. Yeah, that's two yawns. <laughs> Man, your teeth. Um,
0: yeah, it's just don't run your. You know when you lose and there's still games left, just don't run your mouth. Just and that's what you know. You got Phil Fone, Raheem Sterling. These guys, you know, you like to see it, but at the same time, it's you gotta know when to do it and how. You know what I mean? There are people that have the right to smack talk. Okay, if you lose, it's like Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali. Like these guys knew when to do it. Conor McGregor, they knew when to do it. These guys don't know how to, when to do it. Because the new season starts against Southampton, right?
1: Yes, which we'll bring
0: up also later. And, and they lost, man. Yeah. Like, And as much as we've been talking about Ederson, what a heads-gone moment. I don't know why he was so out of his net there. But credit to Southampton, too, for you know playing on their toes the whole game, I guess. Um, did they deserve to win? No. But, I mean, that's soccer. You get that opportunity, you fucking take advantage of it. And unlike City, where they had... <laughs> Numerous opportunities you don't take and you're you're definitely not going to win. So,
1: Yeah, speaking of the mess up that led to the goal, I noticed that was Zinchenko that turned the ball over. Uh, And yeah, obviously Ederson, way out of position. But that's not a place you want to be turning it over on the pitch. And I feel like he's on his last legs. I know he's a young player, Zinchenko, but I feel like every time he's come in... He's not good enough. He's screwed up really bad. And then Pep's been like, well, there you go in the doghouse. And now he finally gets his chance... And he's made a big mistake. Do you think Zinchenko is is done? Like, is no. I, I know he's young, but like, is Pep? I don't be I, done with him, or I don't see a long term future with him at a top top team.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I could definitely see him as a main staple, and like, a, I don't see him as a Premier League player. Unfortunately,
1: uh, okay. he's so young.
0: How old is he? Twenty three? Yeah, he's twenty three. I mean, he's a fullback. He's very good at attack. His defensive skills just aren't look. There yet. But you know, soccer is such a fucking tough like industry. It's like you're twenty three, this is kind of like where you're expected to really break out and make a difference and he hasn't been making the differences that you're supposed to make. Um he's had more errors than, you know, good plays. Which is tough given his position, but still, you know. Um you have a good team around you and it costs you three points wow.
1: Yeah, I would say center backs Washington get a little, little more get 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 a little more leeway, but Fullbacks, eh, yeah. I mean, twenty three. He he's young. It's just, it seems like he just makes mistakes. He's like a he's like an Arsenal player. Like I'm used to seeing that City. Now that we are, you know, I, and I was told sometimes we tend to go on long tangents when there's something on TV. Um, okay. But we're watching. They're showing the political after the City turnover again there. So it seems like they've had their own comedy of errors. Yeah, it, um, anyway, I mean, here's what I'm saying. Like,
0: there's no doubt in my mind if City and Liverpool play this season, that it can go anyway, right? We've seen it go both mm-hmm. ways. But if there's something I learned is that that's the difference, is, is just the consistency. Mm-hmm. Now, I know Liverpool tripped up against Watford and you know lost to City, but you just can't be dropping random games like this. I know the season's over, but this just shows there's something about this City team. I can't really pinpoint what it is. I don't think it's Pep. Maybe it's in the squad and the leadership, you know, company's gone. That could be it. Or they just don't have someone to set them straight, maybe mid-game or you know whatever it is. But they just never – maybe you can agree to this. It's just not as consistent as they were maybe the past two years, three years. I
1: don't know what it is, but that's the difference. Well, it's funny you mention that. Uh, this actually just uh, dropped from Steve. He, he shared this with us on our Twitter. Uh, so I'll bring it now instead of the comment section. Fun facts for the next episode. Uh, nine league defeats for Man City, which I believe now is at ten because i think that was before their loss to can you can we get that checked uh nine league defeats for man city this season and if it's 10 it's still more than arsenal manchester united and wolves same number as eighth placed sheffield so is that 10 or 9 i don't know dude i don't know where to check that you don't, mate
0: it's on the standings uh my standings just says points it doesn't have like actual uh
1: let's see here Anyway, but that said, uh, yeah, because I think it, that tweet was before the game happened. So I mean, that's that's going it, along with what you said. That's cra- true. There, it's crazy because that's what the season has taught me about
0: champions. Not just in um, in soccer, but another in and in a lot of other sports. It's just like you know, it, it's all about consistency. It's bringing that yeah, that winning you know attitude and ability every single game.
1: And yeah, and and well, That's yeah. nine losses now for City. Oh, that was their ninth one? That was their ninth. Yeah. Okay, so there we go. In league. So play. then this tweet was literally after the results. So yeah. they have the same amount of losses as Sheffield United. So And they yeah. have more losses than Liverpool has in the
0: past three years in all competitions. So let's just mention that.
1: All I have to say is they have more losses than uh, than, than Arsenal. So, boom. All right, uh, let's, let's move on. Uh, another intriguing game. I mean, the result was as expected. Chelsea 3, Watford 0. Uh, Giroud, William with a pen, and, and Barkley coming back from the dead to score a Premier League goal. Uh, His first of the Premier League season. Yeah, I mean, it's nuts. He scored a lot of cup goals, but there was that. And I thought, I think there are two talking points from this. Uh, one, first of all, William is the sixth player to score pens in three straight matches. Can you name some of the others that have done that? Let's, let's do well, this. Is a wild statistic. It's kind of out there. William so, is just the sixth player in Premier League history to score a penalty in three consecutive games. Can you name any of the other ones? You know of Steven all of him, The other five? No. Um. I mean, this is a wild stat. Um, one is one is Arsenal. One is played for Liverpool and other teams. RVP. Uh, sesk no. no, Thierry Henry. Nope. He's old. The Arsenal guy's really old. Not like super old. Okay, Michael Owen, Fernando like. Torres, for Michael Owen. I don't know, dude. Okay, you got Dragba. You got Ian Wright. Oh, okay. Michael Owen, and then we're gonna come to more current times. Rude Van Nistelrooy, and then think Man City. Aguero, yeah, Sergio Aguero, and then this other one is wild. He played for Newcastle, and then he went abroad to France. Sissoko, no. Mbappé, no. R.I.P. He went to PSG. Demba Ba's oh, not dead. The
0: French lad. Yeah. he went. To, he's a midfielder. Yep. Ah. You
1: know we say? talked about him last week. Yeah, yeah. What's Johan Kabay. Johan Kabay. What happened to that guy? I man? don't know, but he was up there. So, but so William, renegade, on fire right now, um, he has the most goals and involvements that he's had in any Premier League season, and he's a free agent coming up. If you're Chelsea, and you know he's talking about going to an old child, time, we talked about this. Do you lock him up? Because he's had a resurgence, cool. William. Um, yeah. He's older, but yeah. he's, he's I'd been... keep him. I think
0: he's valuable. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised that they're getting rid of him.
1: <clears throat> and the other thing I wanted to mention, Christian Pulisic had another really good game. Did you see glimpses of this yeah, one? Yeah, I'm excited about him. I mean, he's really coming on. Now, I will say some Chelsea fans are getting carried away when they say something like, we sold uh, Azard for $100 million and replaced him with Pulisic. That's not quite the level I think he's at. But, my God, I mean, I was watching that game and, yeah, granted it's Watford, this dude has given a lot of hope for American fans across the the listening field or watching, I don't know, yeah. American fans in general. Yeah. So, um, any thoughts in general? Big win for, for Chelsea. Um, that puts them in, I believe, fourth on 57 points. If City doesn't get the ban, that's the cutoff. If City does, United sit at 55 points. Um, mm-hmm. As it stands, I guess we'll talk later. I was going to ask you, as it stands, how you think it's going to play out, but let's, let's keep going down the list here. Liverpool 2, Aston Villa nil. Uh, the first half was a bit lethargic, I thought, from Liverpool, but then Mane and Curtis Jones get the winners. Curtis Jones is the youngest goal scorer for Liverpool since Trent Alexander-Arnold in December of 2017. Do you know who his first goal was against? Trent? Yeah. Um, December of 2017. Was it a Premier League game? It was, but they're not in the Premier League now. Oh, um huh. I can't no I don't know Swansea City, oh, okay, and uh, Sadio Mane his third straight year with twenty plus goals I mean I think he'll get more so twenty goals yeah. uh what were your thoughts from this match um
0: it's kind of you know disappointing seeing Liverpool not playing up to their highest potential lately mm-hmm. um but it was a good game. Uh, I was happy with Curtis Jones scoring. He just signed a new contract. He's like one of those young guys, came from the academy, so you do want to see that. But um, it was kind of just like a normal game. Uh, Mane's goal was, was brilliant. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought it was a great shot, but um, not much, too much to talk about, really. Um, Astonville in big trouble, right? That's, oh, by the way, that's how you do a guard of honor. Oh, okay. well, I did it. Um, <laughs> that's That was proper, so.
1: All right. <laughs> Let's, uh, I'll cover a couple other matches that didn't have too much going on. Quick results here. Leicester 3, Palace nil. Vardy a brace, and Iheanacho added the other goal. And then Tottenham just going final now. Uh, 1-0 winners over Everton. By um, the Michael way, Keane own goal.
0: Yeah. And we mentioned it. Gomez, after dying earlier this season against that, was able to return in
1: the... Yeah, in the match. Everton match. Breaking, about Andre Gomez, yeah. So what a
0: quick turnaround from breaking your leg to playing
1: this team again yeah. later in the season... Yeah, you, I don't think that's ever happened where a guy broke his leg, fractured clearly in half. Yeah, yeah. And go watch that highlight if you really want to yeah, see it yeah, again. Yeah. And then he plays that team in the same season. Granted, it's been probably eight months, but that's nuts considering it was a clear break. So, yeah, but that – okay, so we'll talk about that Tottenham Everton game, real brief. That game just wasn't as good as I thought it would be. What were your thoughts? Um Just there wasn't that much action. I thought Everton disappointed me quite a bit. Yeah, there wasn't much action. I mean, it's a classic
0: Carlo-Mourinho matchup, I think. They both have similar styles, unfortunately. So that could be expected, especially with their teams not, you know, well, Tottenham I'm talking about. For some reason, they just don't excite me anymore. Daly Ali was out. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I think both teams are just kind of over this season, as much as it sucks to say. But, yeah, it was kind of a boring game, not much going on. An own
1: goal, he said. Yeah, Michael Keen own goal. He scored one, I think, what a week ago for them. But the only goal in the match he scored the only goal in this but one. Nonetheless,
0: nonetheless, a big win for Spurs. So
1: I think they needed that to get back on the right track. They, you know, a lot of tough stuff after that Sheffield loss. Mourinho doesn't seem too happy. Leicester three 0 no winners, as I mentioned earlier. Vardy now taking the two goal lead in the Golden Boot race. Um, I don't know if you saw this or saw the highlights. Crystal Palace seem to kind of give away a lot of the goals, but. Leicester really needed that win right? because we've been talking about how they've been struggling and they hadn't won since March 9th against Villa, finally getting that win, getting three goals, getting Vardy back on the score sheet, and reclaiming third place. Uh, They currently sit there at 58 points. Um, What do you think about this for Leicester? How critical was it for them to get those three points against Crystal Palace? Um,
0: I think it was big. Um, Palace is always a tricky game, so... (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, that's think? true. No, I thought it was great for them. Now, I mean, looking at the race, um let's go let's take another peek. I feel like it's it's good to look. We got 5 games left. I think Liverpool and City are cemented where they're at. Um then we got a cluster, Leicester, Chelsea, United. Leicester has 58 points, Chelsea 57, United 55. Are we going to assume 5th place gets Champions League? I don't know, like when are we going to find out about this decision? Depends if those you know, Abu
0: Dhabi princes can pay off FIFA. We'll see right. if FIFA's still corrupt. And that's, that's honestly the truth. Right. Like, we all know they, they clearly broke uh-huh. the shit. Right. So, um, if they do get the ban hammer, I'd like to consider fifth as Champions okay. League. Okay, yeah. let's just do
1: that. Let's consider Me fifth Me personally, I don't, don't even like League.
0: watching City in Champions League, so I hope. It'd be good to see United back in Champions League. That would suck. Or, like, a team like Arsenal. I wouldn't re- wouldn't really want to see Wolves in Champions League. Right. For me, I know a lot of people are like, man, wouldn't it be cool, though, see, like, Sheffield? It's like, for me, no, because when I watch Champions League, I don't want to say, like, I don't want to see, like, Che Adams play out, like, you know, Neymar. (laughs) I'd rather see, like, good very good players play very good players. Okay. So I want top clubs, top teams, top, you know, everything to
1: be there. So, um... Looking at it now, is Manchester United they're in they're in fifth, right? Fifty five points. Do you think any of the teams below them have any shot at catching? I think Arsenal them are, or any I think of them with other how teams? many
0: games are left, it, yeah, I think Arsenal's kind of out of it, especially with how United's been playing with mm-hmm. Mason Greenwood that front three. Right. I think yeah, six points with only five games left is a lot to bank on United, you know, fucking up
1: or Leicester. Mm. That's nine points there. I think so you Coral don't think Leicester. safe to say you don't think Wolves is going to.
0: It's it. too much of a. Too much of a
1: gap. You don't think Wolves can do anything? So you're pretty much going to say, well, do you think Wolves will finish below Tottenham It's nothing
0: against the teams below United. It's more so I think the teams above United uh,
1: United and above have their shit together. So say we call that the cutoff, Manchester United, and then Europa goes to sixth. And it looks to be between pretty much, what, uh, Arsenal, Wolves, Tottenham, Sheffield. I think pick with the, two teams they have good chances. Well, I know
0: I just ripped on Wolves kind of, but um, as long as they keep getting results and kind of staying consistent with it, I think they they're going to grab that sixth spot.
1: Yeah, I'd agree only because I know Arsenal's getting hot, but their schedule's hard, and I don't think Tottenham below them is. I was going to say, see, if you
0: replace like a team like Wolves with like Tottenham, I'd be like, yeah, I mean, shit, yeah, probably like there's going to someone's going to get caught up, but I don't know, it's just. These teams kind of came out of break and are a little bit more consistent. Mm-hmm. Maybe not so much Leicester, but I don't know. Something inside me tells me they're going to you know, figure it out. Can Leicester blow it? They can, but I
1: don't think they will. <laughs> we'll see. They actually have a big match coming up with Arsenal this week. Yeah. Uh, another what we'd call a six-pointer. That would be huge if they could prove me wrong. Leicester? Arsenal. Arsenal. If they oh, win, I, I would love Lester. for that, too. I just don't know... I don't know what they can do with the rest of that. Because after they play Leicester, they play Tottenham well, Leicester away. Leicester seems and then to handle big Liverpool teams pretty
0: well so, traditionally. So that's why, like whether it's a draw or a win,
1: yeah, I mean, it's so, tough to get three against them. Yeah, so we'll see uh, what happens there. Uh, okay, so a little talk there. Let's talk about the, um, let's wrap up the other matches that occurred. Norwich 0, Brighton 1, Tressard the only goal for anyone that woke up at 6.30 on Saturday to watch that one. 4.30 for you Phoenix folk, Devin, uh, now that you listen. Burnley one, Sheffield one. Wait, wait, Devin's in Phoenix? Yeah. thought he was in um
0: Scottsdale or something like that.
1: Well yeah, I mean I mean he's in so sorry, I should yeah, but he's in the Arizona.
0: Oh okay. Uh, right. Sorry, area. So Am I being um, too specific there?
1: No, actually uh Scottsdale's just no, No no big, no no it? the exact city I don't know why I'm blanking now, but Phoenix area. We're not going to say the exact city. Phoenix this, so. area. Let's let's keep. We don't want people uh, hunting him down. Yeah, he's already private enough on uh, Twitter as yeah, is. Yeah, he's already fought a bunch of people in um, politics. <laughs> Burnley won. Sheffield won. Tarkowski a goal that was equalized by Egan late to save Sheffield the point. Not Kevin. Correct. Our boy Kevin, uh, not him. Newcastle to West Ham to uh, Almiron and Shelby. The goals for Newcastle: uh, Mikel Antonio and Suchek, again for West Ham. West Ham just couldn't hold leads, man. They held the first one for 13 minutes and the second one for just two minutes before Newcastle equalized both times. Um, And uh, that's about it. That's all the matches. Um, Going back to the Leicester, I want to congratulate Jamie Vardy. He's the 29th Premier League player to 100 goals. And the fourth Leicester player, the first one since 1933. First Leicester player to 100 goals since then. Uh, Shout out to Newcastle. They're now undefeated in their past, ready, six matches, which is the longest run they had since Benitez in fifteen sixteen, and West Ham has now gone consecutive games without losing for the first time since September of 2019. Uh, before we get to some tidbits, I want to mix in a tweet, uh, actually, that just came in recently. So this is kind of, this wasn't in the notes, it's fresh, it's from Brian, okay, Mm-hmm. And it goes back to you. He, he had something about one of your takes, and I want to share it. And you mentioned it again this week about how you don't want to see a team like Sheffield in Champions League. Early. Yeah. He said, Arne said he didn't think Leicester had a chance in Champions League if they made it. You said that last episode. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to remind the listeners, so not you, apparently everyone, that I, uh, in the 2016-17 uh, Champions League, Leicester were the only Premier League side to make it to the knockout stage, he meant to say quarterfinals. Okay. To make it to the quarterfinals, and that was without Mahrez and Conte. Okay. The City lost to Monaco. Okay. Arsenal lost to Bayern, as they tend to, tend to in, I was actually in, in England when City got knocked out by yeah. Monaco. And he said, 10 to in parentheses, fuck mm-hmm. off, mate." Um. And Leicester put up a fight against Atletico in the quarterfinal and had a chance to win it near the end. So that's his statement um, about teams that you may not expect uh, to do well, that, that may. Um, right, so, but I didn't this and then he, well. say yeah. well. He, he follows it up Sorry, with, um, I think Leicester have just as good of a chance to succeed in UCL as Wolves. They have a good manager in Brendan Rogers, and it seems like their owner is committed to their success. Pockets might not be as deep as Wolves, but they're not far off. So what are your True. statements to
0: Brian? Um, for me, I, like, I don't want to see any of those teams in Champions League personally. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, they may have gotten the farthest, but I think that speaks down on the Premier League. I mean, you never want to say Leicester was the best team in the Champions League out of the Premier League. That's not good.
1: But um, they still made it to the final eight of Europe and almost made it out of there. Like, you right, know, but you know what? Incredible. Honestly, that's no eight what? teams left. Mate. I
0: hate to say it, bro, but who was in the final eight in 2014? You know, no one gives a shit. Well, you know no one wins it. You know what I mean? That's that's just how it is. Point. Point. Or the or the top two, right? No one remembers. That's bro. That's life. Okay. That's every competition. <laughs> you may you always remember first.
1: You may remember second. Other than that, you lost. I, I agree. But I, but what he's trying to say is that they made it the farthest. Of I mean, I see yeah. what he's saying. No, I agree. Yeah. yeah. That it, you know that he's saying that if you're going to say a team like yeah. Uh, what United or Chelsea? I don't want to put City and Liverpool there, but United or Chelsea can advance. Why can't Wolves advance as far as those teams?
0: Are and United and Chelsea are just completely <laughs> different caliber than the Wolves. If you go up to a kid in Brazil right now, you're like, do you want to play for Wolves or do you want to play for Chelsea? I think he'd be like, what the fuck is Wolves? Oh. He still went now, you know? Yeah. There are kids in favelas wearing Chelsea jerseys because of Oscar, William, you know, all those. You think of a pedigree of players that have played for these teams, right? So. Um, yeah, I agree that maybe they're. The, I just don't want them to be one of the best teams. Wolves might it's be a, a bad
1: example though, because uh, speaking of favelas, they're full of Portuguese players, so the Brazilians might know them. But Leicester might be an example of a team. They don't. But yeah, that's true. They, they I agree well, you i agree that Chelsea is more popular worldwide than a team like just? Wolves. But it's not to say that a team like Wolves can't do like. So that's like saying you know a guy. Let's say Purdue had a good season in basketball, and, and then they're like, well, you know what, you know, can UCLA has pedigree. You know, well, that's not Perigo let's not say now. Purdue doesn't have pedigree, though. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean... They what are they?
0: they? You, just, you tweeted a out. Yeah, no, I what
1: know are they? they're, like, they're uh, top five in uh, conference championships one.
0: Okay, there you go. I yeah. mean, they do have pedigree. that's well, so right, but I mean, people just, just think... don't know
1: it. Maybe maybe Wolves are, are you know... <laughs> what, right? Oh, Wolves have pedigree I'm we don't just, know about? <laughs> man, I'm playing Devils at <laughs> No, I understand.
0: I understand, but you... Trying to get the people going. I see... I see... I see the point Brian's trying to make, but mm-hmm.
1: you see mine, right? Yeah, yeah no, of time. course. I see both, and I think it's a it's a fun debate. As cool as, as it would debate.
0: see to see Wolves or Leicester in the quarterfinals, do I want to see it personally? No, because mm-hmm. I know Leicester's just going to get dick-smacked by Barcelona or some team if by some chance they
1: get through. Big yikes. Whereas other teams might not. All right. So with that said, I just want to talk real quick about the uh, relegation zone. Looking down there, West Ham, with that point – Now four points over Villa, who's that team. With five games left, and with how little those teams at the bottom are getting, with West Ham's easy schedule, would you consider them now safe? Because we called Brighton safe two weeks ago or last Mm. week, right? Would you now say it's a four-way race for three relegation spots? Actually, technically, I'd say Norwich is pretty much fucked, right? So it's pretty much Watford, Aston Villa, Bournemouth, three spots. I think West Ham is safe. What do you think? No, Really? But look at their – mate, they're, they're four points up, and then look at their fixture list. Burnley, Norwich, Watford, United's the tough one, and Villa. They play well, three of those other teams that are below them. Right, which is why they're not safe. I mean, mate, I it's mean maybe. I mean, maybe, but
0: like that's – those are teams that are fucking fighting – especially that Aston Villa game can decide it.
1: Yeah. That's I mean, going
0: to be a fight – that's – Aston Villa is going to be fucking going all
1: out. Would you argue the relegation battle is more interesting to watch right now than the uh, Champions League battle? Because the Champions League so, battle has a bigger gap for me, it's a little more obvious, right? Than
0: the relegation one, and you know there are teams I am actively rooting for to
1: stay up, like Aston Villa, like Villa, like, like, West, like Ham. West, Ham. Yeah. Um, so you're hoping Watford, Bournemouth, and Norwich. Norwich is dead. If, I mean, if, if Watford, get...
0: if Watford and Villa could switch spots, that would be my ideal relegated three.
1: Okay, very possible, very possible. Although I believe. Watford has an easy match this week, but you never know. Never know what. But can they're Watford, so they're pretty bad too. So those three points, mate, they so got on you guys. Forced them. Those Wofford. three points they got on you and on us. That's killing Villa right now. But yeah. that said, a uh, crazy week last week with uh, or this week with predictions. Not as high scoring as the previous. Uh, so we're gonna go to the week thirty-three scores. I led the way with fifteen, so it's one of the lower high scores. Then Arine had fourteen, Nikhil had thirteen. And Steve eight big yikes from Steve this week. Um, it did hurt him in the overall standings. Brian, uh, happy vacation to you. He's he's out of he's uh, on a vacation right now. So shout out. He yeah. So um, he he didn't it's put like predictions vacation, in. vacation off of work or. Uh, no no. I think he's in South Carolina. If I'm not mistaken, oh. he's, he's family. Yeah. So um, if I'm wrong with that, let me know. Uh, I th- was it is it south or north? No, no, it's south. south. If anything, it's South. I've heard a
0: lot of good things
1: about South Carolina. Yes. So. so, yeah. So, there's. So Brian is on it's vacation cool. from that and the gambling corner. Um, so, it didn't hurt him. I mean, you just keep the same average you had. But, you know, if you're trying to make a run. Yeah. You know, uh, Arang sits in first at 14.53. I don't know. To catch him, it'd probably take a miracle at this point. Nakila at 13.75 average. You might have to, Nakila. you might have to throw some really good weeks together. I'm now in third. I just passed Steve after his rough, rough week. I have 13.6 on average. Now, Steve, you're battling to hold Brian off. Steve has 13.38, and Brian, 13.2 on our intern. We'll post those this time. I know we've neglected that the last couple weeks, I realized, actually, today. Um, Let's go to predictions. Week 34, they're coming in fast and furious. Uh, These matches are happening Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Get those predictions in. Um, All right, are you ready? Yeah. It all starts uh, tomorrow. Watford and Norwich. Uh, Big game for Watford. I have Watford winning 2-0, and I have Troy Deeney, the goal scorer. I got um, 1-1, Troy Deeney. Oh, okay. Uh, Palace hosts Chelsea. I think Palace won Chelsea 2. I think Christian Pulisic's going to score. He's been really good. Same scoring, but I have Tammy Abraham scoring. All right. Arsenal and Leicester. Uh, <laughs> it's a tough one to predict. It's the prime time game tomorrow. Uh, I at first picked Leicester, and then I picked draw, and now I picked Arsenal, and now I'm going to get fucked. I got Arsenal 2, Leicester 1, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang at home. I got one all and a bumming. All right. Uh, West Ham and Burnley. Clarets against Clarets. I got uh, 1-1 and I got Mikel Antonio.
0: I got 2-1 and Mikel Antonio. You got 2-1 Ham? Yeah.
1: Okay. Man City and uh, Newcastle. I think City's going to come back strong. Even though Newcastle's uh, undefeated in their last six matches, I think they lose this one 3-0 and I think Kevin O'Brien scores.
0: I got 2-1 City and Sterling.
1: All right. Sheffield hosts Wolves. This is an interesting game because they're both top half of the table. And I think Wolves' defense is going to tighten up again. I got Sheffield nil, Wolves one, Raúl.
0: Well, I'm like zero for two in my career for choosing this, but I'm gonna go for number three.
1: Uh, zero nil nil. I, I actually almost picked that. If you're going to do it, this is the game <laughs> because watching that Arsenal game, no chances, mate. I mean, it was a very, very yeah. difficult game to get chances. Wolves' defense is stout. Sub- te- similar. I like that zero zero call. I'm just thinking. Raul gets on then went Brighton, Liverpool, for weird reasons, Liverpool are not heavy, heavy favorites. I got Brighton 1, Liverpool 2, Salah. Uh,
0: I have that book, by the way, that Jurgen Klopp's holding on the TV. Um, I have Brighton nil, Liverpool 3, Salah. What's the What's the book? Just what's the name of it? It's just Stephen Gerrard's... Um, it's just called Stephen Gerrard.
1: Okay. So Brighton, <laughs> you have Brighton 0, Liverpool 3. at yeah. the annex? Yeah. Okay. Um, no feints. No feints. Uh, but they've been, yeah. Everton and Southampton... Gosh! After watching Everton's match just now, I want to change this. But you know what? No, it Stick is Southampton. It. Don't get it's in Everton, and they just played Spurs. Right? Wait, Southampton? Yeah, but Southampton just beat City. But I got but Southampton. Oh, I mean, yeah, but let's... but I got Everton 2, Southampton. Nil. Calvert Lewin. Same. Same score. Same score. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth hosting Tottenham. Bournemouth bad. I mean, they're gonna get relegated. Yeah. I've got Bournemouth nil, Tottenham one. Harry Kane.
0: I have Bournemouth nil, Tottenham two. Harry Kane.
1: And then the last match is Villa and United. I got Villa 1, United 3, and, yep, Mason Greenwood's the flavor of the month, so I'm taking him.
0: Uh, that's a cheeky way of saying it. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I think this is going to be a heartbreaker for Villa. It's going to be Villa nil, United 1, Rashford.
1: Oh, so it'll be like a late goal or yeah, something? Or I really like,
0: yeah, I have a feeling about that. Really? hmm
1: Huh. Fair enough. So that's it for this week. So watch those games. Get your predictions in. Quick turnarounds. I mean, it's... It's unbelievable. Uh, let's get to the comments and uh, shout-outs. Yeah. Got quite a, quite a few to go through this week. Actually, the poll, the Danny Ings poll, was very polarizing. Uh, if you recall, those that went online, uh, can Danny Ings make the jump and be a main striker for a bigger club after his failure the first time around? Comment on why and possibly where he can succeed. Oh, wow. It was 50-50. 50-50 on yes, no. That's when you know you have a good question on your hands. Yeah. Um, here are some of the. I want to read the comments though because I thought a lot of them were very good. We're gonna start with Nikhil. Nikhil I, I
0: 100% agreed with Nikhil's take, and I think every Liverpool fan can share the same sentiment.
1: So he says, I wouldn't call him a failure at Liverpool. Before his first injury, he was phenomenal in the seven eight odd games he played for Pool. Um, so why would you? So that's why you wouldn't call him a it failure. How much did you pay for him? Not too much. Okay. I mean, he, it was just... But isn't that a failure in the fact he only played seven or eight games and you were hoping that he might be something?
0: Yeah, it was a failure, but like, it wasn't because of him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because of injuries. I agree,
1: but then a lot of people say that, well, that's a, a failure. A failure, for me, a fail. Yeah, I guess, how yeah. You, how about Jack Wilshere? What would you classify him as at Arsenal? It failed, because he was injured all the time. Yeah. You know, so but it wasn't
0: his fault. There are players, agree. for example, like yeah. Mario Balotelli. Um, that's that's like a guy that got chances and just didn't do shit, right? You know, there's so, people that got chances and couldn't do anything, like Chamak, That that's yeah. a failed experiment for you, right? Except the wild game against Newcastle, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. But, so you know, once a guy gets over those injuries, you know, once he gets a proper time off or finally figures it out. You
1: know, his potential is back. So I guess maybe not his failure. Steve said no, too many injuries, too much injury history. Uh, Here's an interesting, Jeff Paris, uh, I'm not saying yes or no, but sometimes when you're not a megastar, it might be good just to stay put wherever you are having success. Bigger clubs may cut your minutes plus more competition than you get in a rut. I think that's a great point because sometimes when that striker, when it's going well for you, like you said, if it's not broke, Maybe don't fix it if you're the striker. Here is my point though. If you can't do it at a big club, you're not a you're not a big time striker. And that might be what he's not, then. Unfortunately. So uh Brian then goes, What's wrong with being a prolific striker at a small club? Jamie Vardy has made a pretty damn good career out of it. Yeah, but no one grows up and says they want to be Jamie Vardy now. <laughs> There's some. He's got a Premier League title mate. I
0: don't know one kid that says he wants to be outside of Lester that says, I want to be like you know, what if you're a kid, you grew up your kid and you're like who, you like, who do you want to be? Like, who do you want to be? Like, a, let's say they're a striker. I'd be like, who do you want to be? Like, there's so many of these, you know, amazing strikers. There's the Quero. There's... Right. I want to be Jamie Vardy. Be like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? <laughs> but
1: Danny Ains isn't good enough to make that leap. Do you think, do you rate him better than Jamie Vardy? Um, what? Like, so let's say like, but also at think- Jamie Vardy's peak. Like, right now. I mean, yeah. sorry, at, um, right now. at Danny right Ings' peak. Sure. Well, isn't right now one of his peaks?
0: So, right now, if I... Have to he's between, a hell of a season. If if 18 if I had to choose between Vardy and Ings right now, to start, I'd choose Ings, because he's more versatile. I think Vardy relies on his pace, whereas Ings can... He can head the ball in. He has a good shot on him. Um, he works well with other strikers and midfielders. Whereas I don't know if Vardy is that versatile and dimensional. He's always
1: had good midfielders behind him, Vardy has. So, Let's not forget that. So going into next so, season, I wanted to say that, that yes, Jamie Vardy's been on a title-winning team, and he's been on a team now that's been in the top
0: four for a bit. So Sure, players have come and gone, but it seems like everyone that has gone has succeeded at whatever club except for maybe like Albright or some shit like that. Wait, Who was still no, there. no, 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 the lad that went to drink drank water.
1: water, the lad that went to Chelsea. Yeah, but he was good.
0: Like, when he was there. Yeah. Or, like, and the people that they've brought in, like, that have come up. You know, Madison. I mean, they replace him with just just as good players. Yeah. And, it, it, yeah, I agree. It's a dual relationship. One makes the other look better, but he works well with them. And Southampton is far from
1: a good team. They stink. What? Southampton? Think, yeah, they, they stink. Stink. I mean, they're awful. And look what he's doing on that So, team. I, it, it'll be very interesting Who's to see what happens. Man?
0: Who's their attacking
1: man? James Ward-Prowse? I mean, he's a makeshift attacking man, so there it is. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll see. I think it was a great question. I think there were a lot of good res- – I think City this was of one Carolina. of the – There are Carolina I Hurricane think- fans in this world. This was – yeah. I think this was one of the better, um, uh, I think, discussions that have been had. Because it was like there wasn't like, dude, you – like terrible opinion. You suck. Eat a dick. I mean it was really like good talks. Many, and everyone made good points on either side. Well, of I opinion, think so. I think it's hard to hate Danny Ings or like root against him. He's just that type of guy. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. It is. Uh, we'll see. I mean, we'll see if he'll end up getting a shot somewhere. Or, or yeah, why not? What if he stays at Southampton and they build like they build something? You never know. Anything can happen. If anything, Leicester or Sheffield or Wolves have taught me, any team can have a good next season if they build on what they have. Mm. Uh, so moving on real quick, there were some discussions that were. Huge and and a lot of stuff going on. Uh, But real quickly, the FA Cup was brought up again. um, Briefly, I think this time by Steve. I'm kind of scrolling through it here to find what he said. He said something about, we're, we're talking about the importance of the FA Cup. The FA Cup is only important for mid to low table teams looking for a trophy. That and for teams trying to win the treble or quad. If any European competition-level team just wins the FA or Carabao Cup, it's just like a shrug. Neat. Did we get a bonus for that? I think to an extent at the beginning of the year it is. But right now, if you – like the teams that are in it now, City, Chelsea, United, Arsenal. Okay. Two of those teams are playing for top four still, right? I think Chelsea and United are in battles. But I feel like for teams like City and Arsenal, at this point, that's one of the main things to play for. You don't really have much else to play for, right? Yeah, I think So yeah. I don't think it's just for mid-to-low table teams. You're talking about significance in the moment,
0: but I think in the grand scheme of things, it's really nothing significant. I think a competition where you're putting out youngsters at the very beginning, you know, shows that it's not a big competition. You don't see pe- you don't see people putting out their youngsters in Champions League or or in in regular season games and big games. You know, it's just – it's not a big-time competition. I mean, Liverpool has won uh, the League Cup, but it's still – and it was a big one because they beat um, Everton. And it still just doesn't seem like it was a trophy because it was a League Cup. Like, it was more so the fact that who we beat than what we
1: got. Okay, but you could play devil's advocate. You could play young players in a Champions League game that doesn't mean anything. There are group stage matches that – But that's rare. Yeah, but it happened. But those games but leading happens. up to that mattered to the point where you did play, right. the, the, yeah, and
0: they, they got you to that point.
1: Well, and the thing, too, though, is... now vice versa. I think there's also... I feel like there's a difference in prestige. I'm not just saying this because Arsenal's good with the FA Cup. There's a difference in prestige, I believe, in FA Cup and League Cup. Right? Do you agree? Um, FA I think FA Cup there used to bigger.
0: be. It's weird because as time has gone on... Um, I think yeah, the FA FA Cup in total is more, but I think the League Cup has caught up to it just a little, really, a little bit.
1: I don't know. I I think there's something about the quote unquote that they call magic of the FA Cup is you know. I I get yes, the bigger sides have been winning it lately, but I think that you know mid to low table. I, I think if you have a team that's sitting in seventh right now, and I'm just saying it personally, I mean that's something for them to play for. Maybe going into the season. I think that could be a target for a team that's like fifth, sixth, four, five. I mean, maybe not a top end team. I agree. It's all about perspective.
0: Um, but at the beginning of the season, you have a clean slate, so you got to put things into perspective. At the at the end of the day, they're all they're all big teams, and you never know what's going to happen. When I'm, I'm I'm talking about the big teams, Leicester was a wild year, but I'm saying yeah. you you know anyone could win the you know these the Premier League. I don't care what anyone says, you could win. Anyone could win it, and it's always. If if you're in Europe, it's always even you can even say Europa League. It's always your thoughts are Premier League, Champions League, and Europa League. If, if you're in Champions Europe, sure.
1: League.
0: The the FA Cup and the League Cup, and every any other to the Community Shield are all after. Like I don't even know if he won the Community Shield. If Liverpool did. Like yeah. that is just an afterthought.
1: Well, I think the Community Shield and the uh, that's, that's below. Bro, you even better believe the league and the FA Cup. If, that's, that's if you one go game. to a
0: pub or a bar and you're like, bro, fucking Community Shield champions, you know how much of a twat you sound
1: like. <laughs> well, and the other thing about that, the Community Shield, is that you've already won a bigger trophy like three months ago, yeah. so that isn't a big deal. My,
0: but are you – but like you as an Arsenal fan, are you really going to go somewhere when you're with a bunch of like soccer fans of, of, of different teams? Like f-
1: fake up champions. Like are you really going to say that? Yeah. I, I, I mean I brag about how we've won the most. <laughs> like, it's, I mean that's something because you don't have – got to have something positive. Uh, I mean, I guess, but in my, you just got to have a high in, standards, man. I agree you got to have high standards, but in a sport that we make fun of teams that don't win trophies, period, like Tottenham. Right. No,
0: no, that's better than know, nothing is what I'm saying, but know, it's better than nothing, otherwise, but that's never something you want to compare it to. If so. I have
1: nothing, I mean, it's been so bad. I have nothing else to hang my head on aside from, what, 06, when, before I was a fan when they won the Premier League? Right. I mean, all I've seen is FA Cups, and, and if uh, especially this year now that we're in the semis, and that's really the main thing to play for. So, I think that, I guess, yeah, it's all about perspective. It depends when you ask the question and who you ask it to. Um, and when you but, ask it to them. But I feel like, yeah, these finals, they, I mean, they're at Wembley, there's something. But yeah, I, I agree. They're definitely not as big as champions. At but time, like, but, you
0: know. I guess if I take my hat out of Liverpool, you take your hat out of Arsenal. Like, if you want to think about big clubs, mm-hmm. do, you, do you really think they value the their domestic cups that much? I mean, for England, it's different because there's like two or three of them, right? In the Bundesliga, there's only one.
1: I bet if there was just one, it would have been better.
0: Yeah. So if and you take away the League something. Cup, it means you know, a lot more. They should. Is what I'm saying. But I now think. there's a League Cup, and it's just like, ugh, fuck this. You know, we were already playing in all these competitions. Like, it doesn't even matter. It's to the point where coaches don't even show up to some of these games, dude. Yeah. It's wild. Um,
1: yeah. So, I mean, big, interesting, I think, back and forth there. I just wanted to address that. I think I'm the only one that might think that FA Cup means anything
0: it means something yeah. but not not much to top teams and I think you should hold Arsenal and yourself to a higher standard. That's, so that's my
1: point of view. well yeah but you've seen um at this point though you can't they stink well it's <laughs> up you.
0: well here's one thing at you, the current
1: point well you hold them to higher standards one yeah. thing but at the current point they're in go back four years ago Liverpool four or five let's go five years back mm-hmm. or whatever it was that between now and the Suarez year wouldn't you have taken an FA Cup I would have, but yeah. it's not. Now something... you wouldn't. No, I still would.
0: Yeah, but you'd rather. I'll agree. take it any time because it's, it's a trophy, right? But what I have valued, I st- I don't, I wouldn't have valued it that much in the in the past. Like I, I've seen us get far in the like I remember we got knocked out by Aston Villa in the semifinal of the FA Cup not too long ago, and I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. I was more so consumed about all right, we have a chance at top four. But I think we were like six, and I was like. Don't give a shit about that final or that semifinal.
1: I but don't. the FA Cup tends to happen after the season ends.
0: No, it's a semifinal. So that's in
1: April. I mean, if you were within points, then yeah, we were within.
0: Not, a, we were in a fight for something yeah, else. And when I you're like, not, it is, is you're When know. you're not.
1: Like, well, I'm in now. It's all about perspective again, I guess. Yeah. So uh, you've seen
0: the Trump face. Just saying. Yeah. Oh, one last point, though. You think about the top teams. I think it's important. For example, a team like Arsenal, I think the fans need to get maybe on the club a little more. And not lawyers. You think of like Well they do like real like we, we make fun of Chelsea for going through managers like it's clockwork, but like you go into it that's just how it is. That's how you get success. It's becoming to the point where if you have a manager for a long time, it's almost a sign of weakness where you're like, Alright, if he does bad, we're gonna back him, but you're almost expecting it to happen, if that makes sense. I don't know, you just gotta hold yourself to super high standards Well they I mean they've changed
1: managers twice in like half a year now, so Right, but it's everything. <laughs> You've got to change the whole culture. Yeah, and that takes time. You can't do it overnight. I know, but you got to make changes quick. And they're doing that. Mikel Arteta came in in December. It's not like he came in last I mean, year. Mate, you're
0: here arguing, you're, you're here making
1: a debate whether FA Cup is big for big clubs. I'm saying it can be based on the circumstance. It can be, absolutely. I don't know. <laughs> it could be a boost. Eh, well, it's definitely it a trophy, but... I think it's uh, for a team that's been in a rut for a little bit, that's considered a top team. Like, like I think, uh, had maybe United won it recently, too. Uh, did they, and they did. They did. I, I think it tell helped you. them a little. Okay, so anyway. Um, <laughs> you've seen that Trump meme, probably. The face Liverpool fans make when they find a fresh sausage roll in the garbage bin behind the chip shop, is what Jeff Paris has said. For that Trump wild. face, you know, you know what Trump I'm talking about. Yeah, uh, you guys all know the one where he looks. Oh,
0: wild, wild statistic! I believe the unemployment rate at Liverpool is lower than the city of Manchester and London. So, that's a wild take.
1: Okay, that was very softly said. Are you saying that to me or Jeff Paris? Um, just in, in general, general to people that make <laughs>
0: fun of Liverpool for their um, poverty, I guess it's it's lower than. Most big cities in England. Speaking of people going at you, um,
1: Jeff has a few issues, so I want you to address them because he's, he's asking you.
0: I've also been to Liverpool and Manchester, and Liverpool's much better than Manchester, no
1: bias. He says, Arin has the worst takes. If his opinions had a smell, they would smell like a warm turtle tank. He's surprised that Afshin, at Ashton's California pick. California is easily the best state in the Union. Northern no. California is by far the best part of the country. He got my... He got my, he got my think you know I
0: dude I would have picked California. that's I why I said it he, he doesn't eating. understand okay no 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 I no I, I want you to finish your point but I would have picked California I don't first have a point. that's Jeff. why I said fuck off because it was like damn I that's my number one pick and it's been my number one pick my whole life that's don't Jeff
1: worry. not me I yeah I know I know so number 2 and as for the Foden and his dumbest potato stance that he needs to leave City to thrive Pep has already said we don't need a replacement for Silva. We have Foden. He's fucking Silva's replacement. You can't, you can't get a replacement that wants to join a team that won a Champions League in two
0: years because a good fucking replacement will want to waste two years of their life to go to the second team in Manchester <laughs> and not play Champions League soccer. That's just straight facts. You'll always right. be number two as long as you really fucking win a lot more. There you soon. go. I mean, that's just facts. Yeah. So there's Jeff's take or Arin's take. Jeff? So that's um, debunked number two. What's next? We'll
1: see what, we'll see what Foden does. It's back
0: and forth. Foden is we'll the only hope it. of a decent player replacing cool. him because no one wants to go there. That's why Leroy Sané left. You think if, you think if Sané had, saw a good future in City, he would have left? So we'll talk Let's about real, this in bro. the summer. Let's yeah. be
1: real. Uh, Brian, trying to finish up the latest Footy Corner episode. We're so far ahead that people are behind. Lovely. Uh, before the next one comes out, so you'll be happily surprised soon. Pretty good setting in which to do it. As you can see, we uh, retweeted. He's a, uh, Got his feet in a kiddie pool for the kids. So, sounds pretty good in these hot conditions. Yeah, super warm outside. Uh, He also made a note about the Chelsea kit. So, did you, um, did did I make a take on here or was it that I wrote a tweet online? No, you went on like a mini rant. Oh, here also? Because I wrote a tweet online. No, you went on a mini rant, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Brian says, I'm fine with the new Chelsea kit and sponsor. Whenever it changes, it looks weird. Yeah, because you told me what it was. Um... People thought the Chevy logo on United kit was so awful when it first came out, and now they're used to it. When Chelsea left the Premier League trophy with a three on their kit, that's no weird. one will think twice of it. And, yes, I'll be getting one. I'll probably get a Conte one since I don't have one yet, and I'll get Allison a one since that's her favorite player, and Johnny can have a Pulisic one. Three of the three kits for the fam. Would you get a kit with the three on it if you were a Chelsea fan?
0: I mean, yeah, I guess that's your team's jersey if I was going to get
1: one, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you wait till the next year? A sponsor wouldn't history? stop.
0: A sponsor, unless it's like, you know, a, a bad sponsor that promotes some bad shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's not going to stop me from, you know.
1: I mean, okay, uh, so here it is. It I, I completely understand that you represent your team. And then as, as to the Chevy thing, I, yeah, the Chevy logo was a bit goofy and made fun of. But I just feel like the number three, like having one number on the front and a different number on the back, you know, I made I tweeted out during their match this week. I said, to, you know, why does it look like there are eleven Marco Salanzos on the pitch? You know, because you see a bunch of number threes running around. Then I get even more confused when the guy turns around. Yeah, it's a different number. Yeah, I, I just I do, do not mind the sponsors on the front. I don't like if if Arsenal had a number on the front, I'd be a little upset. Right. I'd be like, is there any way I could get like a different jersey? Or here's what I do, I guess. If I'm gonna buy one, I'll buy a blank one. Because if there's a number on the front and a different number on the back, pe- people that don't know what's going on are going to be like, what the fuck is this guy wearing? Yeah. So, Brian, Brian, I mean, the jersey is nice. I like the jersey if you just take that stupid three off of it. I, I, I thought it had a good design. But uh, I think Chelsea, usually,
0: Chelsea usually has um, really good jerseys. But I wasn't a big fan of the Yokohoma tires yeah, either, with tires being spelled T-Y-R-E-S. <laughs> it was really odd to me. And That's true. I guess it. Maybe
1: it's because but Yokohama was okay. Like I don't know. That you maybe know they had I'm
0: just still writing. I think because growing up that their jerseys, were, they're always so nice and Samsung looks nice. Great. Yeah, I think those were like some classic jerseys. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be cool if they could bring Samsung back, but
1: the Drogba Samsung jersey to me is one of the classics. Yeah, yeah. You got to get the Champions League Drogba Samsung jersey. That yeah. Brian, you got. It. Honestly? Yeah, that's, that's what I would do. You know how you say I'd get my team's jersey? If yeah. it was like that in a season, I'd get a throwback. I'd well, that's, the, bro, that's what I did. I'm not a big fan of the standard charter and I have like two
0: throwback Liverpool jerseys. Yeah. I have the Candy jerseys. The last you time got they won. Carlsberg over here. Yeah, Carlsberg. There's um I have a Candy one. Shout uh-huh. out to the last time they won the Premier League. Right. And a um what crown crown use? paint yellow Liverpool jersey. I don't know if you've even seen it. No. I got them at Anfield. Well, how
1: about that money when I got you?
0: Yeah, I got that. Yeah. But that's not like a throwback jersey. I was talking oh, about throwbacks. throwbacks. yeah.
1: Yeah. That I mean, money jersey, I still rock. I'm so due for one. I only have... The last one I got was an Alexis Sanchez jersey. <laughs> I have all... Uh, I, I have man. Liverpool's front three except Salah. So, uh, I had a Coutinho. I don't even know. I will be buying one if Aubameyang resigns. Mark my words. I'm getting Aubameyang. Hot take. I think, I think I'm
0: just going to get a, um, I
1: think if I'm going to get a can. blank jersey. Okay. I think yeah. I'm
0: starting to get to the blank jerseys because I don't know. Players can be dodgy, you know, I what, know. I mean? you know what I mean. You don't want to be that guy that's like, "Damn, I jinxed my." You know, like wearing an Alexis jersey is difficult. Not for just me. <laughs> that, but it's like you know, you want to. I feel like if you're wearing a jersey, just it's the whole team, right? right? Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it, it's cool to have a. I think when you should get a name for me from now on. When I get a name, it's going to be someone that like a historical player or like. You well, know, if they
1: meant a lot to you at the a time, legend, too. A legend, Like, in two years, I'm sure if I wore the Alexis jersey, I'd get a little shit, but not as much as if I'd worn it, like, now, or, like, last year. Now that he's kind of done. You, you think know? you'd get more shit today than you did two years ago? No, I think two years ago I would have gotten more shit. Why, because he just moved? Yeah, because he's pretty much not, like, a oh, factor anymore. So I right I get, guess, yeah. He's kind of remembered as an Arsenal player. Alexis
0: is still kind of an odd jersey to know, rock now. so I know. That's remember. why I
1: haven't really worn it very much.
0: If you can get the the numbering and lettering off of it. I would do that. We'll see. I don't know. The, the last got me that one too because I was a big, I don't you know, know. was huge in it. But well, I mean, anyway. yeah, he was your guy's team.
1: Yeah. yeah, he
0: was like almost like Luis Suarez the 13-14 team. Well, and that's the thing. Like checkmark that I wearing, mentioned them again. 13, well, that's what 14, I'm saying.
1: Like, if you see someone wearing a Suarez jersey, I mean, I think it's fine.
0: Time has come and gone, and I think there's well, respect between
1: Suarez and. And that's, that's what. Again. Well, that's what happens. You know, yeah. it is what it is. Uh, okay, so. Uh, we now that we've gotten to the contentious parts. A little another one, Deb. It's finally time. Newest listener, Devon, who has been asking to get on the show for a few weeks, and then we said you can't get on until you pick a team. And he's he's communicating. He's listening. He proved he listened because he tweeted last night, uh, which shows me listened to Friday's episode. Which team do you think I picked? Uh, and then I said, well, you got to listen in now. So we're bringing him in for another listen. And then I guess he'll reveal to us if we're right or wrong. Uh, Devin, send us a tweet if we're right or wrong and then tell us the right answer. Aren, what was your main – I'll let you say it because you're the one that predicted it and I agreed with it.
0: Uh, so I'm going to go with – I think he chose Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Similar to the Yankees. Yes. Um, American owners. I don't know if that really factored in it. But, you know, I'm just – usually people pick teams that they could kind of relate to. Um, like you said, Tim Howard did play for them. He has ties to New Jersey, right um they're always on t v they're always gonna be good and relevant. You don't want to choose a team that's not gonna be good or relevant all the time. I mean, you know some we know someone that chose Sunderland and feel bad for them now mm-hmm. um so yeah, that's why I mean I don't know. I don't think he'd go with Liverpool because of the Red Sox owners. um he just doesn't seem like a Tottenham guy, like you know. Honestly, it'd be kind of wild if he chose Tottenham now. Um, he might just to rival me. He could choose Chelsea too, but I don't yeah. think I don't think he's much of a blue guy.
1: And, and you don't see him picking one of like the lesser teams as like a hippie pick or like a. Nah. You wouldn't see him picking someone like a Southampton or. If this.
0: he's serious about it, he'll choose a top team. If he's not, then.
1: So my other team that I thought he might pick because another one that Tim Howard played for was Everton. So like. Right away, I go United and Yankees are literally like the same thing, kind of. Yeah. So I think United is probably the up there option. Um, but if he went with another team, I, I could see Everton because Tim Howard played a long time for Everton. And Tim Howard's a Jersey guy and Devin's a Jersey guy. So I'm connecting some dots. And the more I think about it, the more I go Everton. But again, Tim Howard also played for United. So, so why?
0: So Devin is also a Green Bay Packers fan. Right. Why? Miss my help in the decision-making, uh, if I want to stick to uh,
1: I can't. I'm trying to remember why, and I don't have a good answer. Like, I remember when we went to Wisconsin, it was his first time ever in the state. Like, it was when we were in college together recently. Okay. So, uh, I can't... Th- yeah, Devin, And why it's why
0: Mount Rushmore, he
1: chose Wisconsin because of beard? Well, we'll get, to get, we'll get to that. We'll Which get to that. We'll get to that. Bananas. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to okay. That. Okay. So, he, yeah, he did say, who did you all think I picked as my EPL team? I said, you tell us, and we'll tell you if you got it. Will you be watching their next match? He said, I want to see if you guys guessed it right or not. I have the next, quote-unquote, match on the schedule, which Brian goes, why is the word match in quotes? Yeah, I, I agree. Mate, what's going on, Devin? This isn't a joke. You're either in or you're out. If you want to be on the show, you better be for real. And we'll, uh, we'll maybe have you on sometime soon, watch a couple matches, and uh, you know, we'll discuss it. So, yeah, we'll see. I think United Everton. Everyone else, put your guesses in and then tag him. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give his, his thing out. Tag us at the footy corner2, and then tag him at, at DMACDMAC970, and let us know who you think Devin picked. Devin will then reveal it hopefully soon. Uh, so I don't we'll, know if we'll
0: see your tweet though, because he is a private profile.
1: Well, we'll see. He's now well because he follows us. So we follow yes. back. We'll see what happens. Now, you brought up a very interesting, very contentious. Mount Rushmore. So it's, let's mean, talk
0: about Mount Rushmore. Yeah,
1: Mount Rushmore was bananas. First of I'm all, I've already
0: blown that – I don't want people to think I don't like California.
1: Like, okay. That's the complete opposite. Well, if they listen, they know that that was the first pick. I was
0: mad because you've been okay. very outspoken your whole life on Chicago and Illinois. And I was like, all right, you're going to pick Illinois and it's naturally going to come to me. I'm outspoken to
1: Chicago, and I'm, Illinois.
0: But Chicago's in Illinois. It is. All right. But you're, 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 you're a very homey guy, homer guy, okay? Yeah. Homey guy. And I'm – I've always been California, mate. You know this, mm-hmm. so I was shocked when you picked it. That's why I go, "Oh, fuck off," because it took a. Right. That's why I don't
1: misconstrue. Well, it, this got the most votes, more than our knots of the week, more than our player of the week, more than our Danny Ings poll. Fifty-five percent went with your picks of Illinois, Florida, New York, and Michigan, <clears throat> over my forty-five of California, Nevada, Arizona, and Louisiana. Um, hopefully, soon we'll have one with with guests. Uh, just I beat to be by one vote, you did. Uh, just to mention a few more, mm-hmm. uh, Nakheel, California, Oregon, Colorado, and Utah. So, Nakheel, a very western. Nakheel's a very nature-minded nature guy. That's yeah. what that tells me. Also staying out west was Brian, Colorado, Hawaii, Washington, and Alaska. Hawaii and Alaska are just, you know, off mainland America. So, Brian just doesn't like mainland America. <laughs> uh, then um, Steve goes, I don't like keeping Illinois on the list because outside of Chicago, it might as well be Iowa. So, but then, but we have Chicago, so we're not Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then this list goes one Michigan bias. I know Detroit is awesome. Torch Lake is incredible. And the Au Sable for fishing and canoeing. Uh, then he's got California, South Carolina, which you shout out, South Carolina, and Colorado. Yeah. I'm surprised we forgot Colorado. No, I know mean, I, I
0: about Colorado. I've been there. It's just, it's
1: <laughs> that, it, it's it. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's just, you know. Then the fun part. <laughs> Devin, who's really gaining steam as a listener right now. Arizona, New Jersey, in New Jersey, Indiana, Wisconsin. Brian then says, "What terrible choices by Devin? Only Arizona should be in consideration there." And then Devin explained himself. Arizona, a little bit of everything here. Yeah, I mean, Arizona, great pick.
0: Every, okay. New yeah.
1: Jersey, bagels and pizza and the beach.
0: Which you can argue, New York, but Indiana,
1: yeah. Purdue and relaxing drive. I'll give you Purdue because that's a a place you had a lot of good memory. See, I I, I can see why you picked Indiana because it's a lot of where you've had memories. Yeah. And that's where, you know, a lot of your friends come about. Like I could have seen it and I, I mean, I would have thought it, but it's just, you know, that's a dear, near and dear place. Then he said, Wisconsin beer. So, and then you gave a uh, Indiana, Wisconsin and you have this, uh, lad. Yeah, um, so what were your thoughts there? <laughs> why were you, you and Brian really piled it on Devin? Well, like, um, and he went – I think he went with personal places because he lives in Arizona right now. He was – he grew up in New Jersey and then he went to school in Indiana. So so I can see why he's picked. OK.
0: So me personally, I put bias aside. You know, I put – I really thought about things, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're – he put reasoning down and for Wisconsin, his sole reason was beer. <laughs> Spotted cow, Wisconsin I guess. Wisconsin is not specifically known for their beer. Well,
1: and – a little bit, Bro, yeah. You can go
0: anywhere in the country and there are breweries. They're known for their breweries. Spotted Cow. Well, now,
1: but back then, Spotted Cow was like, you know. You cannot choose a state because of one beer. That's what he's done, mate. Surely it's not because of Spotted because Cow. because of the Packers, too. He's a big Packers fan, which, Devin, you explain yourself a little more. His cat's name is Lambo.
0: I'm a cat guy, and I respect whatever you're naming your cat. That's cool. But it's just, you can have, a place can mean sentiment to you, but it doesn't mean it's like, you know, top four,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I don't know. For me, I thought of things in perspective. Like I'd much rather there be a Florida than um, like a Kentucky. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: Mark says Michigan's a good sleeper pick by you. So shout out Mark, DJ, yeah. Marco, Mark. Uh, I don't know if he listens, but he does interact with us a lot. So, And here's the thing Mark,
0: though. Mark, if you're listening – Shout out if Here's you're not the thing. listen. Here's the thing uh, with going back to Steve's thing too. I have a little qualm with uh, Steve here, how he said he doesn't want to have Illinois because of outside of Chicago, but you cannot exclude these things. These are things that are in there. That's like saying, you know, what are the Edmonton Oilers? I'm going to say without Connor McDavid they're not too good. But whoa, wait a minute, Connor McDavid is on that team, right? Mm-hmm. So like that city yeah, is no, I agree. there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like I chose Florida, a big reason is because of Miami. Yeah,
1: right?
0: and I and I picked Louisiana because of New Orleans. Because of New Orleans. Outside of New Orleans,
1: Louisiana's full of two teeth idiots. Like yes. sorry if you're from Louisiana and you listen, but like let's Chicago be real. is part of
0: Illinois, and like, Illinois is part of Chicago. Whether right, right. you know people in the state or outside of that's that's part of it. So that's right. that's how I looked at it. And maybe he doesn't look like that, but like it's like him with Detroit, yeah. you know? It's like yeah. Detroit's in Michigan. Right. I know he chose it for other reasons, but that's still one of the reasons why. Correct.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with and you. And I think I, Illinois
0: has some gems, probably that not many people know about. About yeah. good, good. There is actually decent, not good, decent skiing and snowboarding spots. And um, you've been to some lake houses in Illinois too. Mm-hmm. Um, good suburbs. I'm sure everywhere has them, but I mean, shit, man.
1: And I think Colorado was one of the more under – a very good pick. A lot of people picked Colorado across yeah. the board. I like that one that you guys all said. Uh, I think that's it. I mean, Hawaii was a cool shout. I just, I
0: just no one, no, no, no one on the tweets said Texas either. Yeah,
1: so I guess Texas not a big Texas pot, eh? Big Texas pot. So probably have don't have Jeff Paris stayed now. quiet because he's Canadian. Yeah, Jeff, you could have picked. I mean, I if we don't. I mean, you only have what twelve provinces? How many? No, not even twelve. How many provinces are there? Oh, I'm not sure, eight, man. eight to twelve. Rats. How many provinces does Canada have? Here's an answer from Wikipedia.org. 10? Canada is a federation 10. composed of ten provinces and three territories. Should we do a draft of uh, Canadian provinces and territories next time? <laughs> no, maybe Jeff, Jeff, give us your Mount Rushmore of Canadian provinces and territories. How about that? Just so you don't feel left out, we'll be waiting, and we'll let you know if it's any good. I mean Ontario's going to be up there obviously yeah uh, what else what else do you think is Quebec British
0: Columbia's got to be too
1: yeah BC yeah BC Ontario uh, Quebec right? um, well you know Quebec City is in it's in
0: gorgeous girl has requested to follow me on Instagram all right
1: yeah so uh, let's g- <laughs> let's get to some other stuff all right let's get to our new Mount Rushmore. How about that okay. uh, before we get into the other stuff Mount Rushmore today is going to be of sporting events, uh, you know, we had a debate on whether it's like you take the Super Bowl as an event or do you call it the NFL playoffs? And because March Madness is an event, this Ariane okay. argued with me that the NFL playoffs is the event, not just the Super Bowl. So, yeah. we'll, I mean, I guess we're, it's all-encompassing there. Um, so, we'll do that. Uh, how, do we, how are we going to determine who goes first? Do you just want to have the winner of the last one gets to pick? Okay. Okay. So you won, do you want the first pick or do you want the I
0: will gladly take the first the overall two. pick in our Mount Rushmore okay, here. Okay, so
1: what is your first pick of events?
0: The grand finale of them all. I mean, Sorry. whether you like the sport or you don't, you gotta fucking choose it. The FIFA World Cup. Damn it. Brings the world together. <sighs> put aside religion, put aside politics. I mean, you've even seen the United States of America get into the game. People, you know, yeah, your frat, fuck me. you get the frat stars from, you know, your pikes that get even get into soccer. It's, it's electric, you know. I mean, um, can't hate on it. So I'm going to go with the FIFA World Cup. Okay. As
1: that's what I would have loved to pick. I'm going to go with my pick is going to be March Madness. Uh, I was so disappointed it was uh, not here this year. But that's the Tuesday or that's a Thursday or Friday that everyone gets their vasectomies. That everyone takes off of work, that first weekend is a is electric. Everyone's your brackets are all still alive at least the first day. Yeah, you know you're tuned in. Whether you if you have to work, you've got you've got the game. I on mean your that's phone. You've got the game on
0: your computer. That's another thing it's where a holiday people you don't even have to go to those college colleges to be in it. You even have like wives and girlfriends that don't give a shit about. Sp- Sports in general even have a bracket, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's a good one. I like that a lot. So
1: there's that one. And then, man, this is really tough for me between two. Um, But I got to go, I mean, Super Bowl, but more so, I guess, if we're going to go general NFL playoffs, every game is electric in the NFL playoffs, culminating with the Super Bowl, which is seen by millions or billions of people, you know, seen by everyone across the globe. It's still, I think, the most popular sport in America right now, or it is, I think, football. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the and like NH, NFL playoffs, there are so few teams in it and so few games that every game you kind of hang on to. Like, I believe, what was it? The Bills and Titans had a hell of a game this past year. Yeah. Wasn't it Bills-Titans? Yeah. I mean, that game was nuts, and you yeah. didn't expect it. So, I got to go, you know, I guess I say Super Bowl, but we're encompassing NFL playoffs. So, can I say, should I say, I'll say playoffs. Yeah. Okay. Um, I know what you're gonna pick though, because this would have been this is what I was debating between.
0: I'm choosing this because you would have picked this, yeah. I know. And I know it's gonna be gone. And my other one, you're not gonna pick. Okay. So, my number two pick is the NHL playoffs. NHL playoffs. Yep. I mean, holy shit, baby. I mean, look
1: what's on the TV right now. I mean, it's hockey. These people can't see the TV. I mean, Maybe it's hockey. It, you mentioned the TV three times an episode. and It's Niedermeyer. No I mean, like... They're showing right now on NBCSN. We've just seen Bobby Ryan. It's not his real name, They're by They're showing the um, NHL top 10 defensemen. Right. So, okay. So, uh, we've picked the NHL playoffs. NHL playoffs. Every game's intense. Of course. Every game is nuts. And phew, what an event. What a fucking event. And I'm so excited that we're going straight into it. Actually, as we were just speaking, they just uh, announced that it will happen August 1st is the first day of the the playoffs. I'm ready. And teams will report to the hub cities of Edmonton and Toronto. Ah, Chicago didn't win it, huh? So I can't be a fanboy. They're going to to Canada um, on the 26th of July. Wait,
0: no, that's not good because the Blackhawks play Edmonton. Well,
1: there are no fans in this Bullshit, bullshit. Um, That is what it
0: is. Familiar ice rink. Okay. You got to do what you got to do. So I have another pick. You know what,
1: though? good Good on NHL. Because they're putting people in Canada, which is much more safe than the U.S. right now. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Go ahead with your next pick. Sorry.
0: Also, shout out Chris Chelios.
1: Shout out Chris Chelios.
0: Um, this is tough, but this is nostalgic for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And just because I have, uh, I don't know. It's oh, shit. Amazing. I know what you're going to say. No, you're not. I do. I'm going to go with the FIFA Euros.
1: Oh, man.
0: The Euros. So, this I also. I my list. Happens every four years. Yeah. And it's like, I just remember when I, even when I was first getting, like my first memories of even getting into Sacramento, super literal flying in a plane to Iran right, and just watching literally a breakdown because, you know, the flight has options. We flew Lufthansa. Mm-hmm. So German airline, they're going to have Euro coverage. And I remember watching literally every team's like in that thing. And even you were like getting into and you explained to me like, all right, this is what like they're known for this, this. Yeah, And then that was the year uh, Greece beat Portugal. So the 2004 Euros. 2004 Euros. That was like nine. Eight or nine, I don't know. Actually, yeah, nine. Um, but, um, man, it's always electric, too. It's it always is. intense. You never know what's going to happen in the Euros. Not as good as the World Cup, but damn near close, in my opinion.
1: That is a solid pick. Oh, That's on my list, too. I've had to cross two off. Um, all right. So, I haven't, I haven't had any soccer ones. Two of my near and dear soccer ones were picked. This one may not be as popular for a lot of people, but for me, it's like Christmas morning, okay? And to me, it's not just Christmas morning. It's Christmas weekend. So, you see where I'm going with this? The opening weekend of Premier League. Every season, because it's just new hope. Wait, it's new teams. this isn't an
0: event. You're saying the Premier League season,
1: then? No, the opening weekend. The
0: first, That's an event? It is. There's no trophy at the end of it.
1: It doesn't have to be a trophy at the end of all these. That's a bananas these.
0: take, mate. All the right, I guess we'll let it slide. I don't consider mate, this an event. I'm it's an event. Know. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's the opening like opening day of baseball is a thing,
0: but it's not like an official event.
1: It's yeah, like, but fans of baseball, bro, everything's got an opening. Opening fan, week. even hockey
0: has opening week. Yeah, but places. it's
1: not a big thing. Fans Who of are you baseball. To that? What? Fans of okay. In America, of all the sports, <laughs> opening night or opening day of baseball is huge. Like, that's well, everyone's big on opening day of baseball.
0: Ah, football. The first opening game of football. Opening day of baseball is
1: traditionally, yeah, first day of football is a big deal. Even the deal, fucking Hall of Fame game. But, like, opening day of baseball, kids are taken out of school for this. Like That's a banana state. For me, you know, the opening mind. weekend, I just fucking love the opening weekend of Premier League.
0: Okay, I guess I'll, I mean, I'm fine with that because that was not even well, on I'm my gonna list. I'm going to go
1: with the Premier League opening weekend and, and we'll let everyone else decide. Hey, guys, let us know. What do you think? And then I'm going to go with the college football playoffs or the, the national championship game. Oh, wow. Okay. To me, that's three games and they're all electric. They're really good teams. So I, I enjoy that. Okay. I've got a few uh, shout outs and like, but I mean, that's my draft. So yeah. who do you have as your last? So
0: pick? I'm just going to say I'm between two. I, uh-huh. Put uh
1: huh. Probably on my list. Huh? One of them is probably on my list. So I have the
0: Champions League. Okay. Cause, and, is that who you're picking? No. no. And the Summer Olympics. I'm going to go with the Summer Olympics Mm, Okay. just because ah, this is tough. I want to say Champions League, but um, I feel like there's, you know, every time you get a Summer Olympics, there's something to remember it for, right? There's always, like, metal records. There's always an amazing story. Like, you know, it's one of those things, again, you know, brings everyone together. I'm all for that. Like, everyone, it's in a beautiful time of the year, you know. You know, it's a good time. And, you know, oh, we didn't get it this year, unfortunately. May, may, hopefully next year. But that's going to be my fourth pick, the All Summer right. Olympics.
1: And you had an honorable mention to Champions League? Any other honorable Champions mentions? Champions
0: League was an honorable mention. Any others? Um, I mean, I, I'd put down um, – we didn't say NBA playoffs. No. And um, I just put down MLB playoffs. I,
1: did, I put MLB playoffs too. I think the season, it just drags, but the MLB playoffs are electric. Like every pitch, every out, it's fun. Uh, I have MLB playoffs as a shout out. I also am giving a shout out to the 20. You had a Summer Olympics, I had Winter Olympics. Uh, for the reason of hockey, I think hockey's electric during the Winter Olympics. Ah, well, Although they good. stopped doing it this past time. I, I love the curling because it's like every four years everyone's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna start curling now, and in four years I'm gonna be on the Olympic team. And then after about a month you forget, and the next time it's on, you're like, you know what? No, next time. I mean, you know, everyone talks about wanting to curl, but never does curling. But I think it's just such an electric sport to watch. Um, I think, and for me, I picked Winter Olympics because the winter, not like, at least here it's cold. Like, you don't really want to go out. There's nothing going on. So you turn the TV on and watch a little bit of, uh, you know, see what's going on. But I do like the summer too. So, I mean, Olympics in general. For me, yeah.
0: I mean, summer, I mean, come on though. Like, the the gymnastics. Yeah. And the. Fuck! Fair what enough. was I gonna say? I mean, you even got basketball summer, basketball right? Is happening, yeah. Basketball, uh, uh, swimming, swimming yeah. is always electric currency generator. <laughs> Bananas. All right. Shout cool. out
1: Ryan Lochte for getting drunk as fucking Brazil and yeah, the whole US, that whole okay. that was wild. Yeah. And, and and I also yeah. had as an honorable mention WrestleMania for for those that are that used to be wrestling fans are yeah nostalgic. So uh, so let, let me recap. Uh, Irene had FIFA World Cup. Stanley Cup playoffs FIFA euros or I mean they're the UEFA euros I should say yeah and the Summer Olympics and I had March Madness the NFL playoffs Premier League opening weekend and college football so playoffs. you chose so, the
0: NFL playoffs over the NHL playoffs
1: uh, I parents. barely yes yeah I did okay. I did only because only because they're one and done I'm more of a one and done guy like NHL like if it's a game, if it was a game seven I'm in on the if it's game seven competing with like a regular playoff NFL game. I'm watching. It's Boy. Oh no, it's not Felix. So, it's Dennis. Anyway. Uh So there's that. So let us know what you think. And everyone else, let us know your uh, Mount Rushmore of sporting events or just events, right? I mean, no sporting events. Uh, I think we had a good discussion with States and then we'll go back and forth. See what happens. All right. Uh, let's see what our other polls oh, were. So Summer
0: Olympics, track, track and field. So shout out to a low key oh, no. sport. Shout out skinny Kobe, that bitch. Shout out Skinny Kobe. And like, you know, I feel like, tr- um, track and field and all that is very underappreciated. It takes yeah. a lot of athleticism. All yeah. right.
1: So for the week 32 player of the week, let's cycling. get back to soccer. cycling as well. Yeah. Uh, player of the week, it was a tie. Alonso Samin and pierre Emric Aubameyang tied for the win. Raheem Sterling had, so they each had 45.5%. Raheem Sterling had 9%, and no one picked Bruno Fernandez 0% for Bruno, uh, which now brings us to last week's nonce of the Week winner was Bernardo Silva. 45% picked him for not properly being able to give a, uh, what is it called, the guard of honor? Yeah, Uh, whatever. Uh, Pogba and Bruno got 18% for colliding and training. Well, they both (laughs) played anyway, so that was fine. Jose Mourinho for... What 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 did he do again? Uh remember... 18% from Mourinho for... I mean, it's Jose Mourinho, so... I, I like Jose, but yeah, he did something wild. He does a lot of nonce things. Uh, last oh. week it was in, in dembele Was that... The, no, well... No, 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 it was... Something else. So what did he... <laughs> I got it,
0: we got it. Oh, no, it's because he... los Oslo. Yeah,
1: he said Los that he wouldn't swap, swap Los Celso for anyone. And then the Watford trio for parting. Uh, and, and Ignoring Quarantine, all tied at 18%. So Bernardo Silva is the winner for not knowing how to give a guard of honor. And let's now go to this week's potential nonce of the week. You are a nonce, fella. You're a nonce, mate. And we have an interesting cast of characters. No racists this week. No. Uh, so we're going to start with Tim Krul. Uh Tim Cruel, who went on a rage many weeks ago, as you may recall. Uh, Norwich goalkeeper. Uh, he was quoted as recently saying... Um, you know he's played in some of the world's biggest stadiums. We're talking Tim Krul. Like he's played for the Netherlands, he's played for Newcastle. He's played in all the Premier League stadiums, and he said that nothing compares to Norwich City FC Stadium. The atmosphere is always electric. Uh, Tim Krul claiming that Norwich is the best stadium. What are your thoughts?
0: I mean, mind you, this guy's played in uh, quarters and quarterfinals of World Cups. <laughs> And Newcastle, in my opinion, is probably a little
1: crazier than Norwich. So, yeah, it's surprising to me for sure. So, yeah, I mean, this was a bananas uh, statement, I thought. Uh, I mean, I get it. You're with that team, so that's what you're going to say. <laughs> that's like maybe he was asked or coaxed to say that. But, come, mate, like no one's going to get mad at you if you're on Norwich and you say like the greatest, you know, atmosphere. He could have picked the Dutch stadium that he's played in and no one would have gotten mad at him. Yeah. And surely that would be more correct than what he's just said. Yeah, uh, that's bananas. Um, so there's that. Then we have uh, Josep uh, Maria Bartomeu. He is the um, Barcelona's technical director. He's the head at Barcelona. Um, and he said that VAR favors the same team, Real Madrid. Now this is a Barcelona team that has gone from two points up, to now four points behind in the La Liga race. They're pretty much not going to win the title now. They've kind of blown it. Yeah, And it's fine. I mean, people complain about VAR favoring the same team, but it's, I think it's kind of rich coming from Barcelona, a team that's benefited from some wild transfers. What are your thoughts? You're zoned out. What are, you, what are your thoughts?
0: No, I'm not zoned out. I'm just blown, like, just sh- okay. Um, I think, yeah, that is wild. I think maybe Barcelona needs to refresh how they got their players. Yeah, illegally. I mean, like literally, I'd I'd say like 75 percent of the guys they get are illegal. Um, They got Suarez on a transfer ban. Mm -hmm. Somehow FIFA allowed it. Um, Even Griezmann was illegal. They found illegal, like, I guess, you know, persuasion, if you will. Right. Um, Just everyone. Suarez as well. It's
1: they're stupid for that. All right. It's just being petty. We've also got Raheem Sterling. This was referred to early in the show. Raheem, Raheem Sterling, after the win over Liverpool, said next season starts now for Man City. Well, I guess next season Man City is now 0-1 and they've lost to Southampton. So he looked like a right idiot there. And finally, uh, one that you know we already had listed and, and now it's it's getting even crazier. I think MLS. The MLS is back turning. I think MLS is really handling it horribly. Oh, yeah. Um, it's you know I had here six FC Dallas COVID nineteen cases they had they had those cases before the tournament yeah um they their first match was postponed and just while this happened you heard the breaking news they've pulled out of the tournament uh, I know for a fact Nashville who's set to play Chicago in two days from now mm-hmm. have positive tests and their that game is on the brink of being postponed uh, there's a player Diego Rubio hearing uh who or not a player a lad. Um, on the Rapids, said that hearing from a player in the bubble that their team is supposed to be quarantined since they got a positive test. But there's no one delivering meals to their room, which is supposed to be the protocol, so they have to go down to the meal room, get on elevators, and bring the meal back. Telling other players, be careful with the surfaces and, ex- and use extra hand sanitizer. We were supposed to go there and just think about soccer, and now we have all these problems. How are we going to play thinking that it's dangerous to go outside your room? What are your families going to think with all this? Uh, so what, MLS in general, do you think I should say? Terrible yeah, handling. And they're sending everyone to the hotbed. Florida. Um, I think should they cancel the is. tournament? I mean, so is the NBA. And, do uh, you think by tomorrow, by the time this episode is heard by some people, it'll be canceled? I think it might. It could be,
0: yeah. I mean, I think I, maybe it's because of the TV contracts. If that's the case, I don't know if I really see eye to eye, but... Comes to a point where I think there's so many athletes, even in the NBA, that are just like uncomfortable with going. You know, Zion's even like, I don't know, get these fucking rules. Like, even if you're not even a big COVID guy, which is bananas at this point, if you're not, but even if you're not a big COVID guy, I mean, these rules have gotta turn you off. Like you're not Wait, what big COVID guy. There's still Define some there's COVID still guy. some there's still some people that are like don't really believe in COVID or oh, wow. since, since no, 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 or maybe they do, but they're like, "Well, I'm healthy; it's not going to affect me." Whatever, right? But it's just it's just funny because you label people point.
1: that think of COVID as COVID guys. So I'm a COVID. I'm, I'm a COVID, a COVID guy, guy. <laughs> bro. You don't want to go out in public telling people you're a COVID guy. It's <laughs> not. I mean, no. lad. It's important like that to one, have the, an opinion. It's like that site that puts positive for people that have been, been sports, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 different i'm, I'm a covid guy because it's go like because they're back.
0: like oh this guy got a new contract like if that's good news but then like go will see like Nurkic, and it's like positive it's like oh shit
1: <laughs> what does that mean it says oh tested positive I mean, for covid well you guys. see
0: rudy gobert is like man i still don't have my sense of smell so yeah. I think you're just being super naive to the whole thing right um you know i mean we, we've gotten so far as far as quarantining and you know, it'd just be a shame to see literally all of those months go for nothing, right?
1: Yeah, no, I agree.
0: And um, I don't know. I just totally lost track of where I was at. What are we talking about?
1: MLS. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, no, no, no. I'm saying like, like, like us, I'm saying
0: so many, like I can't, like there's not many players that are comfortable with any of these formats, whether it's NHL, I mean, NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, I, actually, NHL's handling it well because it seems like out of any sport, NHL players seem to understand the whole aspect of self-quarantining because they've only right. had like three cases so yeah,
1: yeah.
0: um and two of those being well, in arizona and they're going to canada so they yeah. know how to do it i mean arizona players obviously got it um mm-hmm. i think austin matthews got it too but it is what it is and i don't know I, i'm a big uh, look as much as i want to see an nba playoffs as much as i want to see uh i don't really care too much honestly about the mls thing but it doesn't make sense i mean these guys it do was gonna very, be exciting uh, it was going to be exciting. I mean, it was a World Cup-style tournament. I guess so, yeah. And okay. your boy. Right, but this is me personally, I'm saying. Like, I understand your excitement for it. That's Your awesome. boy
1: Carlos Vela backed out of it, too. The I reigning mean, MLS is. MVP. you have like, LAFC, your boy.
0: Like, you have oh. more to lose from it as players than to gain. So, especially those with families and you know some some of these guys have kids that aren't like perfectly healthy
1: kids you know what i mean like they oh, have a no, I agree. Well, no so it's I, not worth it i'm man. saying they shouldn't do it too i'm just saying that it's a bummer it's a, it's it's a added to the list of bummers in 2020 Exactly. you got to think these tournament. guys they and, and it's not the fault of the people though it's so the fault of the
0: when they leave policies. they go to these little resorts you don't see your family for how long the thing is and you got to go back and you have self quarantine all over again it's just like yeah. so you don't even you're signing up for something where you don't see your family and a Month or maybe even more, and you're just like,
1: is it really worth it? And most likely, no. All right, yeah, fair enough with that. So, who's, who's your early pick then for the nonce of the week? Uh, is an honorable mention for Jose I just a little
0: mini rant there I for apologize. being
1: salty uh, on social media? Forget that one though. So, who's your early nonce of the week? Oh, as a recap, Tim Cruel for saying that Norwich <laughs> has the best atmosphere. We got Joseph Maria Bartom- Bartomeu, who's the Barcelona president or CEO, whatever he is, said that VAR favors Real Madrid, so complaining about policies, which is Rich coming from Barcelona. You have Raheem Sterling, who said the season starts now after yeah. Liverpool's win, uh, loss, uh, after being Liverpool and then they lose to Southampton and then MLS, MLS. for this hand. Um, I'm going to be selfish with it. Mm-hmm. And Raheem Sterling. I knew you were going to do that. I'm going to go with MLS because they're ruining my tournament. <laughs> well, how could they have handled it better? Put it somewhere else. I mean, why? Why? But is,
0: these players are testing positive before they even get there. Like the Dallas team, or no? Maybe it's Colorado. Okay. See, Colorado, they tested positive before they even so took here's flight. The thing. You know, you should have been testing all along. That's what they're doing, but they're just they just tested positive.
1: Well, okay, but, but what I'm saying is, now you're testing people, and mm-hmm. it, it, why didn't they start? I get it. That you you're asking people to be in a bubble, but if you really are serious about this happening, you should have bubbled people up two weeks ago. Three weeks ago, that in case any positives happened, then okay, we, we you know now we have two three weeks till the tournament starts. Let's figure this out now. You know you're like positive, 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 and and the tournament starts in two days. So they've they've botched it. They've they've really fluffed their lines, and they're not backing up yet. I mean, as of now, it's not canceled. I fully expect it to be canceled.
0: I think yeah. I think when you have key players and now full teams that are backing out. Yeah. I don't know how you could successfully have this this tournament. All I mean, right. you know, yeah.
1: So let's go to the fantasy corner. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how NBA pans out. So you've got Sterling, and I've got MLS. Yeah. Fantasy corner top scores this week: uh, United topping the boards. Fernandez fifteen, Martial fourteen, Greenwood thirteen. Vardy and Barkley also had thirteen. Top incomings again: uh, United's Greenwood, Fernandez, and Martial. City's Foden and Chelsea's Willian. Outgoings, Lundstrom, Raul, Greylish, Calvert-Lewin, and Adama Traore. Uh, any people to look out for, I mean, Uh Transfers, bargains, I have a few on my mind.
0: I just, you know, I've been saying it the past three weeks. You know what I'm going to say. Keep writing Danny Ings.
1: Keep writing Danny Ings. Uh, I'd say uh, midfielders, uh, William and Pulisic, have both been outstanding. Uh, is
0: his price has to be high. His
1: price is 7.2. Both of them are only 7.2, which in midfield standards... Not, not terribly high, so if you're looking for a mid-level uh, price on a midfielder that can produce, Williams taking a lot of these uh, spot kicks, getting a lot of points off that, so that's key. Pulisic has been playing out of his mind, and I don't see him getting benched. If you're looking for a cheap striker, Mason Greenwood, you know, ride the hot hand, $4.5 million. So if you're looking for a third striker that can produce for you, uh, weeks ago, I know I said Eddie Nketiah. You know, he's $4.4 million right now, but Arsenal has some tough fixtures. So if you're looking to switch some people out, maybe take him out and put Mason Greenwood in. Uh, now, finally, the last one here we got, the gambling corner. Oh, betting, bam, the Whoa, betting, bam, the really All negatives. Uh, Brian didn't bet again this week. Actually, Brian sent a tweet in regards to the gambling corner. Uh, And this goes hand-in-hand with him kind of being on vacation. He says, I'll be back to hashtag gambling corner after vacation to crush it the last three match weeks uh, and earn some spending money for the summer. So I don't see him gambling this week. And it worked, like I said, it worked to his advantage because he went from being in third place and by not doing anything, he's now in first place. Uh, So this week I lost 162. Um, I, I, I lost a couple bets Uh, This Everton-Tottenham one today was an L and uh, had a a win. You lost the parlay just because of City. You had a 14 parlay. Everything was going great, and then Man City screwed it up. So there go your $5, and Steve lost uh, 178, commonly also losing a parlay with City in it. City really screwed, I think, all of us this week, Mm -hmm. so fuck them. Uh, But Steve did recover by picking Chelsea and Leicester to win their matches. Uh so, where does that put us overall? Brian is the leader he's up fifteen dollars and four cents I'm in second at thirteen seventy one not far behind you uh Arine is at plus nine thirty and Steve working his way there he's minus five seventy seven but he's getting there. Guys remember, we only have like five weeks, so uh, again, the winner won't get anything, but maybe next season we'll have a little competition yeah, uh, so that said, uh what are your picks this week? What are you looking at um I just had one. Sure. Um,
0: it was Liverpool. Uh huh. Just to win outright. And Is that at Brighton? At Brighton. Minus one uh, eighty. Yeah, and I put ten bucks on it. Uh huh. To win five fifty six.
1: Okay, ten to win. You know what? Sometimes that's the bet you got to make. And and I had picked Liverpool and City yeah. in real life in a parlay. Wow, and I say good. that as it's five fifty six p.m. That's bananas. So you know it's fate, right? Big fake guy. I I had City and Liverpool in a parlay to win six ninety. I put ten bucks down and City blew it. All right, here are my picks this week. I tend to do better on my fake money picks, which are these. Uh, I'm putting three dollars on Wolves at Sheffield. They're plus one hundred eight. I like Wolves' chances. Three dollars to win three twenty four. I've got Everton plus one hundred two. Somehow they're plus at home against Southampton. Everton's plus 102. I got $4 to win 408. And my big risk, I got West Ham Burnley draw, which is at plus 240. So I'm putting $2 down to win 480. So we'll see how that goes. Arene, wow. Well, we wrapped up before an hour 50 this week. Yeah. <laughs> so we're getting a little better. Um, anything else you want to add? No. Uh, so again, guys, we're coming quick and rapid. Uh, that was weird. Uh, Friday. Oh. Friday we'll have another one. Yeah. These matches are Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and back at it on fucking Friday, and then again on Monday. Uh, so we're enjoying the rapid schedule. Hopefully you're enjoying the rapid shows. Please remember to interact with us. Where can they interact?
0: Uh, at the footy corner too. All two. right.
1: Let us know what you think. Check out some of the polls we put up, and we'll have some more interactions this week. Let us know better. your Mount Rushmore as well. Yeah, Mount Rushmore of sporting events. So put that up there. Vote
0: yeah. for who won too.
1: Yeah, vote vote for us. Put up that. Vote for nonce, uh, Vote for Player of the Week. And we might have a few other fun polls like that Danny Ings one. I thought that was awesome. That, that had a lot of good uh, emotion and, and answers. Uh, so with that said, let's take it to uh, the much maligned, still jobless Unai Emery. Aloha. Love you guys.
0: Good evening, Alexa. Please to play
1: uh, my favorite song.